Mr. Ray Scott, you called me. Uh, just called you back. Thank you. That's that's just and you get recorded message. There's nobody available. <laughs> Where that is. Oh, it's about four minutes long, by the way. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> With a lot of you hear it? Look. Yeah. So he completely butt out. Yep. Crazy. <laughs> Yeah, you go frozen a little bit. There you go. That's the stiffest dance I've ever seen you do. Yeah, well, I'm telling dude, I'm so fucking. <laughs> I'm telling you, guts is so tender right now, dude. This shit ain't even right. This shit ain't even right. Anyways, yeah, all right, what's going? <laughs> Lord, um, what's going on, y'all? This is the uh, Beat Exchange podcast. Uh, you over here with uh, Charlie Chingus. That's his voice over there. You got that boy Hugo Monster over there on the ones and twos. Yeah. Oh fuck you! <laughs> and then uh, we got me, Pavo. We're over here starting this podcast over here, straight from the Bay Area, San Francisco area, to be exact. San Francisco. And I'm over here, straight bubble gut. You know, I was tripping off the other day. Yeah. Like what? What happened to spinners? On the car? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, they just went back to only having one rim. Yeah, it's like I remember when they first yeah. came out. It was uh, people were like, "Man, well, look at you see those spinners, man. That's crazy. Yeah, oh man, yeah. it, it moves by itself, you know." And then yeah, and then now, they had the if I saw them now. <laughs> oh yeah, I think we started making hubcaps. They fucking yeah, killed everything, right? I th- I think I think once you start seeing um, like okay, like everybody was wearing Ed Hardy at one point in time, right? But yeah. once you start seeing it at Ross, and then you see the Beaner standing on the side waiting for a job wearing Ada Hardy, you know it's over. You know what Which I mean? Ada Hardy like, again? Uh, the clothing line. Remember the one that you used to wear with the hella fancy design shirts and shit? Mm-mm. All the MMA, MMA guys used to wear like Affliction, and then they had another, like the higher end brand that was Ada Hardy. Oh, is it like the one with dragons and shit? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that yeah, was your shit, dope. man. Remember that? No, wait, that was you. You had you had that button up with two dragons fighting each other. <laughs> Hella flames on it. That was you with that the fox like jerseys. Go- that was go- that was your going out outfit. <laughs> Never. I'm like, dude, why are you dressed like Guy Fieri over here? <laughs> oh, oh Lord, boy. man. But that's what happened to spinners. They became because I, if I would see that now, yeah, you know, I would be like, that looks ridiculous. You know, it does. It's, well, it's is... it, it's crazy how the car culture 
the car culture from what I've seen is is almost going back to like low riders only. You yeah. don't really see too many like muscle cars per se no. in the streets. I'm talking about in the in these are in these metro area that we're in, right? And you don't see the youth really driving too many. What is you doing? You look like you about to go to the dentist. Yeah. I don't I don't need that light over you, dude. Your other lights were perfectly fine. Like what is you doing? <laughs> I got this new device. It's pretty cool, man. It's called a light. Yeah. <laughs> no. Why no. is that a device? No, because, well, this light in particular has three lights. But I bought this thing oh. called a Manfrotto um, uh, candy arm. And it, it is basically, I could just twist it and mount my camera and pretty much anything else. But oh, okay. And it clicks up to this thing called a super clamp. And it's very sturdy that. I can now film with my action figure in the middle, and put mm-hmm. it, but I'll tell you. Yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to hook up this light. See, you know. Well, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Anyways, mm-hmm. so yeah, the call culture sucks. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's doing uh, uh, like it's kind of a trip. The cars shoes. that I see now, not there, oh, Lord, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. shoot. That 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 whole culture is absolutely ass. Did you hear that uh, that kid who got his mom fired because she was like the CEO of Nike? Nike, yeah, yeah, I did hear about that. This kid had like the all the freshest, I guess, brand new. I said he had a boutique store. Yeah, yeah, and so so, um, he had like exclusive joints, right? Exclusive, right? And then you know he he opened his mouth, dropped his mom's name. Oh, which, she she pro- which, like, which probably he was doing from the jump. You know what no, I mean? No, he so sure was, but I'm saying like, you know, like if you think about it from the mom's perspective, like she, you know, she she worked hard to get up in, in oh yeah, in, in whatever. I think was she a CEO or some shit, yeah, something like that. Yeah, of Nike. I don't know. I mean, she was someone important in Nike or something yeah. like that. And then this kid gives an interview in like a Momo. He starts singing like a fucking. Yeah, well, he started bragging. That's what yeah, you know what I'm saying. He starts just bragging, bragging, and then dropped his mom's name, and then that shit just looks bad. But that dude had something going with him and some kind of like yeah, I mean, underground thing. But look, you don't make your way. You don't make your way to a CEO, the CFO. You don't make your way to those executives, and then you don't fucking try to have some of your family reap the benefits of that. Right, yeah. you you gotta look out for your your own. There ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh, other than that, no, no, I'm no, not saying it's wrong with right? you. I'm just saying no, no. Kid. But I'm saying like what I'm saying is like, but the problem is like you work over there, and all you could do is hope and pray that the people that you are helping keep their, mouth keep, shut. Keep their fucking mouth shut. Oh yeah, yeah, and they never do. Why? Because they never feel like they had to work for it. You know what I'm saying? So if you didn't never had to pull your own strings, you never had to network and keep things. You know what I mean? Like if he would have earned that networking connection, he probably would have kept it a lot of secret. Yeah. Right. But since he was like, yeah, but blah, 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 you have no business ethic. All you know how to do is make these sales transactions. 
and now you fucked up everything. Your your whole game, your whole family's taken. Oh, let's not be dramatic. I mean, the, the bitch is gonna make money somewhere else. Probably just not with Nike. Yeah. You know, just with Asics or some shit like that. You know, some yeah, Brooks, yeah. those running yeah. shoes. You know, <laughs> those, but, uh, <laughs> those, new, those white New Balances that they find out at Big Five. You know what I mean? She started just making. Uh, working for orthopedic shoes, exactly. Dr. Scholl's. <laughs> it's like, and she gets oh, mad at her son yeah. all the time. I had, those, I had those Jordans, though. I had those you Jordans, had, though. And then the work for the you work for where the postal people get their shoes at. No, I wish, man. Shit, them postal shoes are expensive as fucking Air Force Ones or whatever the fuck you want to <laughs> call those ridiculous ass shoes. The other day, my, my son's walking. You know, he walks like, like he's walking like a penguin, but he's not sagging, right? Uh, and I'm like, what's wrong with you? And he's like, oh, I'm not trying to crease my shoes. And I was like, dude, so I step on him and shit. Uh, <laughs> oh, I step on your shoes, yo. And he's over there like, oh, no, don't do it, because they're like those Air Force Ones and shit. Uh-huh. Reminds me of the Palacios. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, the, the, the idea that things that go on your feet and walk on the dirty streets... Yeah. Is worth of any value when you wear them is absolutely stupid to me. Like I understand if it's pristine, brand new in a box. Uh huh. Dude, but- my my son just sold some shoes, some Converse with a heart on them. Okay. Uh-huh. Them shits. She he sold them for like a hundred something dollars. I mean, and, I was, and they're used, right? Yeah, you. And that's was, crazy. And, and, was, and he showed me the. Why they're so important because the artist paints the, I guess it's some collaboration with some artists and he had like. Hey, your mic is cutting in and out. Cutting in and out, son. Check the mixer. Oh, you mixer. The cable, yeah, your shit's staticking and cutting in and out. Oh, shit. Hey, what do you have over there? What do you? What do you? Why do? You, why are you playing Biggie? Oh no, I just had it because we're going to talk about it. Uh, I, are we? Yeah, yeah. Because well, better uh, the what we watched, right? Is that what we do? I'm prepared. Yeah. I'm prepared, son. I saw that movie you were talking about on Twitter. The uh, sure. I, I I can help you. Oh, I care a lot. I care a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I care a lot. That movie. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that shit. Anyways, um, so happy with the ending. I was like, cool. uh, so, anyways, uh, let me see, let me see, let me see what the fuck we were talking about. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can yeah, hear you. that's cool. Something was cutting in and out, but the mainly the audio, hear, yeah, I can hear like kind of like crackling. It might be, yeah, the cable, might be the cable, man. So, so I switched it. Um, oh, let me switch the cable. Y'all talk then, okay. With this mic stand, so I wouldn't be, um, you know, moving it and shit. Why wow, you were having a problem with moving? No, 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 no. I just wanted to, you know, get wanted to do a nice little setup, get the mic stand, do something different, put it in front of the computer. Okay. But, sure. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about this this Manfrotto arm. This game. Thing. It's called a Manfrotto. Yeah, it's Manfrotto. It's the manufacturer. The manufacturer of the tele the. Yeah, it's it's equivalent to the mic clamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just sounds clamp. hilarious. Man, yeah. Oh, but yeah, I, I like it because you can mount it on a on a fucking a pole 
um, and it's stable because every time I, I use a tripod to mount the camera, I was always yeah. scared of it falling, you know, and, and yeah. expensive. This but, one, yeah, it's like cool. This, this one dope. feels more secure to you, though. Secure, blank. All right, well, this conversation. I had to. Oh, <laughs> is it still cutting out? Yeah, man. No? It is. Check the mixer, dude. Fucking a. Hold on. Are right you there. plugged right into it, or what are you doing? You know. It's all good. I just cut all this out. Anyway. <laughs> oh yo 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 yo. What about now? Yeah, yeah, not right good. now. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. See, man. Okay, I think uh, it's the I think it's the first uh, track the first now. channel. Yeah, it's starting to get fucked up. But I had okay. to call the cops today and shit. What? Where? I was at work. You know, work. Okay. I was walking, and um, I was on the street. And you know how the street works? It kind of like turns to the left. Okay. You can't see the other end of it, so that's how the loop goes, right? And as I'm walking, uh, there's a dude on the ground, like just in the middle of the road, just laid out. Wow. And I was like, damn, did he get shot or something? Did he get hit by a car? And there's a dude over him that's yelling at him. He's like, Fred, Fred, man, what's wrong, Fred? Fred, are you all right? Fred, get up. Just yelling at him. And, huh? and he's like, dude, I'm looking at this dude. He's like shaking him. Dude is limp, just limp. And I'm getting closer and closer. And the dude, he starts calling, he calls his other lady, he's yelling for her. Uh, and this lady comes out, she's like, oh my God, what happened to Fred? Where's my phone? Where's my phone? And then I was like, hey man, you want me to call 911? And the dude was like, he gives me the thumbs up while he's still like trying to talk to him. Yeah. And so, you know, I called dispatch. And of course, these people on the dispatch are fucking assholes. Because uh -huh. they're, you know, they're irritated. I don't know, people are calling for dumb shit. And the lady's like, I say, clearly, I give the address. I said, I need, because you know how we used to work for security, right? Yeah. And then I was like, and I spoke slowly too. I said, I, we need a EMT at so-and-so address. There is a man, a man who is, uh, seems to be unconscious. Yeah. And she was like, and, and then as I was telling her, she's cutting me off. Mm -hmm. Sir, sir, are you in the house? No, no, no. I'm in front of this house, gave their address. There's a man mm -hmm. laid out on the floor, right? He's seemed to be unconscious. I don't know if he's breathing or not. There's some people helping him right now, but he's on the floor. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't know what happened to him. And she was like, um, and she was like, uh, what did she say? Sir. She just kept on saying, sir, sir, can you see if he's bleeding? I'm like, he's not bleeding, but he's on the ground. You need to send an ambulance quick, right? Yeah. I don't know. And then she's like, she's like, uh, in your name, what is your name? And I start telling her my name. And as I'm telling her my name, the dude just opens up his eyes like a zombie. Oh, shit. And then he shit. looks up and he's like, hey, man, what the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man? What are you doing? And, then, and he's like, what are you Why doing? Why are you he's kissing like, me, Fred, bro? Fred. <laughs> God damn it, Fred, you're, you're, the dude starts yelling. And I was like, what the fuck's wrong with you, Fred? Get up. You need to get up. You're in the middle of the street. He goes, man, leave me alone. He's just like, just leave me alone. He just cuddles up into a oh, fetal position and shit. He's like, the cops are coming right now. And I, and I see him open his eyes and the lady's like, sir, sir, I just hang up. 
And then he <laughs> and they try to lift him up, and then he's like going backwards. I guess he was drunk out his drunk. fucking. Yeah, he was out. And then he got up because when he told him, oh no, the funny thing was like, like the cops are coming right now. That boy just woke up like if he, you know, yeah. no like a strings and shit. Like yeah. a, he was like a, a fucking muppet or something. He just yeah. like Ugh, just what? bounced back up. You know that? You ever seen that that moon footage when yeah. the astronaut falls and he gets back up like nothing? That's how he got up. He was like, what? And then he was like, le- like leaning backwards and doing this shit, and they were grabbing him. He was a big dude, and, were, and then you hear him go, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I stable him. He's like, man, I'm okay. I'm okay. Do I call the police for? And then I just kept walking and shit. I hear the police coming and shit. And I'm like, I don't want to see yeah. anything. I don't want to be a witness. Yeah. I just started walking a bit faster and shit. Yeah. I kept going. And then I could hear the cops coming, the, the ambulance and the fire department and shit. I don't know what happened to Fred, but he was fucked up. And he was yeah. laid out right in the middle of the street. Just oh, out. The middle of the street. You know, cars coming and shit. You know, just right there. And I was like, man, this guy no must bottle have been... of Thunderbird next nothing. to him. Nothing. Had like nothing, that. dude. He must have traveled and was like, I'm just going to lay down right here. And then I'm going to lay down right here. Someone's going to oh, wake me. And he, I don't know where he thought he was at, but they were like, um, <laughs> it was a like, look like he was a bum? Or nah, did he just look he like, just a, looked like a drunk? Dude. Just a just normal a dude. Okay. Just a drunk. And he, got a, he had one shoe missing and shit. I thought he got hit by a car. Oh, you know, that that's what I do. thought. Yeah. And even the lady that was like yelling at him, like, like trying to get his, you know, like when she showed up, she's like, oh my God, what happened? Did he get hit by a car? And the dude was like, I don't know. I don't know. He's just, I just found him like this. <laughs> They're like, Fred, Fred. But the way he woke up had me dying because he just like opened up his eyes. And he's like, man, leave me alone, goddamn it, man. I'm just man, just, <laughs> just lay there and shit. <laughs> and the way he got up so quick to where he said the cops come, he was like, oh, what? <laughs> like if someone pulled him up by his collar. Yeah, too. yeah, this, yeah, this hobo strength happening at that time. His hobo <laughs> recovery energy. Oh, it reminded me of Oakland so much. <laughs> it brought me back to Oakland, dude. That's the type of shit I miss oh, about Oakland. Because it was always something... Happening like that at the post office and shit. Oh lord, man, that's a great one. They start calling you back. No, I was thinking. I was like, oh, hung up. I didn't give her my name, uh-huh. and yeah. they didn't call me back. So I was like, um, oh well, you know. Okay, that's cool. I mean, I don't know. Do they have? Can they trace cell phones? Yeah, they can. Hell yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, because I mean, if you got caller ID on your shit, that's then true. yeah. How do you do that thing where you they don't they don't see your number? Uh, star sixty seven, star sixty nine. I don't think uh, that's 60, it. Sixty nine is when you, you call some other number. Oh, back right. Yeah, star sixty seven. Oh, okay. I gotta try it next time I call nine one one. I don't want to. I don't want to be a witness to anything, dude. I know. I was that. Mis- I made that mistake when when we watched a fireman. Remember in front of your house when we watched a fireman beat up on that drunk dude? Yeah, 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 yeah. man. They were bugging me for years about that. I'm like, hey, man, get a like the lawyers, the DA came to my house and everything. Well, what did you see? What did I'm like, dude? I don't want to get involved. And in they don't shit. give a fuck, dude. I was like, I ain't going to no court. <laughs> I remember that my mom was right. Me and my mom were in the living room. I was like, I ain't going to no court. to talk about this dumb shit that I don't even halfway remember about it. Dude, just take me off your caller list, man. I ain't <laughs> fucking with y'all, man. It was like, sir, 
uh, they might have to subpoena you and yada, 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 yada. I'm like, whatever, man. Just, I'm not dealing with y'all. I'm really yeah. not. I'm not going to show up. I'm not going to show up, so don't call me. I learned my lesson when I was in Oakland and I had a, I found a tray. Well, I was delivering, there was a tray of mail because, you know, our letters come in order. And I had a tray, just one full tray of like Express, uh, American Express checks to one place. Wow. There was this guy in an apartment and it was this guy who had like a music company and shit or something like that or he's some some fucking bogus thing that he opened up a lot of like fraud credit cards and shit and so i I thought it was weird that i was delivering this whole tray of one tray is for a whole street pretty much right um but this was just for one apartment one apartment uh uh you know, a room or whatever. And so I remember calling my boss and letting him know. He told me to bring it back in. And before you know it, the postal police show up and shit, start asking Uh-oh. me all kinds of questions. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I was like, yeah, this is, they were like, okay, we'll just keep delivering these, the mail. We're going to, you know, just show them in the morning if you get another tray. And I will show my, my boss the tray every day he was getting of these checks, but I would deliver them. Little did I know what they were doing is taking pictures of these trays and building a case against this dude. Yeah. Right. So make a long story short, they fucking arrested the dude. Next thing you know, they're like, you got to go to the court. And I was like, what? And I was like, I'm not, no, I'm good, dude. I'm like, I delivered to this guy's house. He's gonna know, none know it's that, me. Huh? <laughs> yeah, he's gonna, like he's gonna know it's me that fucking ratted him out and shit. And yeah. they didn't go fuck. They were like, "Well, we subpoenaed you, and you have to come in." And I said, like, so "Well, yeah. what do I do?" And I told my boss, "I was like, hey man, I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe going to you know, I'm a sitting duck out there. What do you want me to do?" And he was like, "Well, you know, you have to go." And I was like, "Fuck y'all, man." I'm, and then I went and. I talked to the prosecutor <laughs> and I was yeah. like, uh, so, Hey man, so what are we going to do? If I have to, uh, if I have to testify, uh-huh. what, 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 you know, what, what are you guys going to do for me that, you know, I don't want to show my face. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, we'll bring them out. And then you could come in. We'll put they a bag on your head. Yeah, I, I wish they did. That would have been better. They bring yeah. the dude out, you know? And I was like, what the fuck? I'm standing right here in the hallway. Yeah. He's going to see my face. And uh, of course, he's going to recognize me. Yeah. Right. So I looked the other way and I was with this other boss. I was like, are was you fucking like kidding me? Was he like an African or something? What do you mean? Was he like an African or something? Mm, from Africa? No. He was a. No. No. He was. Okay, he was a black dude. He was an American brother, not yeah. an African brother. Yeah, he was an African. What made you think he was an African, brother? Well, because they love credit crime over there. Oh, the Nigerian thing? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah that makes sense. Um, I know what I'm fucking saying. I'm not trying to fucking be. I thought, you know, I don't know. You know. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying, y'all. Anyways, go on. And so, and I look at my the other supervisor. I was like, you see what I'm fucking talking about? I was like, you guys don't well, give a you shit. Did. You did. Yeah, your boss is saying you did, dude. I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "Dude, I'm gonna have uh, to." I was like, "I don't know, man, what is gonna happen?" And then, luckily, 
before I went in there, the dude just pled guilty and just took the plea. Oh, okay. You know, so I didn't have yeah. to go testify or anything. And he didn't recognize me because, yeah. like, weeks later, I saw him walking. And he, he saw me walking. And he said, what's up to me? And I was like, yeah. how's it going? Because I didn't know it was this dude, right? I didn't know it was this dude because I would see the same cats all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know who lived there until I saw, oh, is that dude. Of course he does. He looks like he's out of No Limit or some shit. Yeah. He's... So I was like, yeah, of course he has a little record label going on there, some type of fucking hustle with these yeah. checks and shit. And um, but yeah, he just said, "What's up to me?" And he, I, I don't know, he must have got out. I don't know, he ratted somebody out. I don't know what the fuck happened. Yeah, and after that, I mind my fucking business now. I just go the other way. I'm like, I don't. That's he you. Walked up to you and said, "Ain't you the Guatemalan motherfucker that's at the courthouse the other day? I recognize <laughs> you." And I'm like. I don't know nothing, man. I started. I don't speak <laughs> no English. So nothing, Papi. I, I don't your, go this way, man. I seen your your Hey Arnold head over there at the court office the other day. No, no, no. It wasn't me, my boy. No, it wasn't me, Papa. No, I don't know what you're talking about, Papa. I gotta go make over here. Oh my lord, uh, Hugo, man, what the fuck you been doing all week, man? I started running around the fucking block. Oh yeah. I, I, I my marina started by going. choice. No, yeah, by choice. Okay. Um, so I do three point. Thought you were getting bullied again, like them songs you used to write before. <laughs> sure, but yeah, I was. I, was uh, I did good. So now, good for I, you. I'm a, mainly. I'm trying to beat my wife. Just okay. Oh, you always got to do some sort of competition with somebody, huh? Yeah, you no, can't just do it for you. No, you I, I, I gotta smother I, and pummel you. <laughs> how do you know you're gonna beat it? You. It's just because no, nah, I did it just one time just to do it, right? And I was like, look, okay. my results. It's like, you didn't do that. And I was like, what are you talking about? Yes, I did. So then the next time I did, I did even better. Oh, shit. I don't know, man. I'm frustrated when they say it. Because maybe that one, I, I was trying to play on her soccer team one time, and then she didn't want me to. Oh, like, I was not want you to either, motherfucker. She was like, you're not the white team. I was in the process of putting the application <laughs> So nobody picked you and shit. Nah, she was like, not even your wife. He goes, nah, he weak. He all time bench. <laughs> She's like, nah, I got the I got the Puerto Rican over there, and then you go just standing there in his high oh. high socks and low shorts and shit, all ready to go in his Chivas jersey. For the application, are you? Now you papa go home. Hey, I'm about to do it. She's like, You sure? You sure? And I'm like, Oh man. Nah, so Yeah, and she didn't want you to embarrass her. Probably. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was <laughs> and then I fucking with this new thing. That yeah. new lamp was r- running your life this weekend. No, <laughs> the, lamp. the new lamp holder is getting all up in your shit. It's, uh, it's, it's wowing your ass. Oh, Zeus, man. I cleaned my rooms, uh, wrote some rhymes. So, yeah. Uh, okay. You wrote to the new oh, choice? Yeah, I did. Okay, I might so. put you on the hook on that one. I'm not sure yet. You know, so. Okay. I don't, well, I don't, I don't know. Like, let me know. Are you writing to both of them by yourself? Is that what you're doing? No, no, no. I'm writing just the one right now. I don't write as uh, as you, okay? Don't be pressuring me. I'm <laughs> I know well, like, I've been over here tapping my fingers for hella long. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm just figuring. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Hello. I'm just writing to one right now. And uh-huh. then I, uh, and then Evolve sent me, Ed Love sent me a beat. 
Oh shit, that's very cool. Very very cool. Ooh, yeah, but, uh, I got some. I'm working on this. Uh, putting wraps on the Chef Mike one. Um, and then I'm working on some bus foot ones. So that's gonna be pretty cool. And then hopefully Hugo and myself will have the Cup Beatles joints. Oh yeah. I'm hoping, man, because they did reach out the same day you and me spoke about it, just randomly. They reached out and they were like, Hey man, do you guys want to do this and that? I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I just want to release them shits. I don't give a fuck about no merch. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think they just trying to get, you know, they they trying to make some sort of funds for them for their, you know what I mean, whatever their situation is. So Okay. Man, however y'all want to do it. Just let us know. You know just let us know, man. Cause I, I mean, I want to put them songs out. There were, there, there like what, five? Five songs. Yeah, five, and and there was, they were good. Yeah. And I'd yep. even, I'd even put on that single one I did with them, uh, for the Violent Professionals, the the Doe Down one. I really like that song. I had fun doing it. It sounds they, good. Yeah, yes. yeah, and that's what I'm saying. They mixed it really well too. I'm like, holy shit! Yeah. When they, when I heard that, I was like, oh damn, these motherfuckers did some shit on that. Yeah. So yeah, no, they 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 good man, they good. Um, on the on the site. So okay, so I guess we could announce it because on Monday. Um, oh yeah. So if you guys want to go to um, the Beat Exchange. Dot uh, net. Dot net. You'll see uh, the rules, the phone number for you guys to call in uh, to leave a message in the beginning of the of the show. Oh, and if you want to participate. You can go also go there and you'll see the the songs that we plan on sampling. Oh, okay. BeatExchange.net. I love it. I love it. I got to add that to the link tree. Love it, man. Magic. It's growing, man. She's growing. Like a fungus. Yeah, every day uh, we're getting followers on the that's fantastic. Instagram. So that's so crazy how the how that Instagram is doing so much better than my personal one. No, for sure. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like yeah, you, we hit one k. Oh. We hit one k last week. Right, yeah, bro. and we're like to uh, right now we're like at one seventy. Holy shit! Yeah, so <laughs> it keeps going. That's so that? crazy, man. That's his that's one of his kids. No. Uh, that's so fucking crazy yeah man like it, Instagram is uh, social media in general is one of the most frustrating things um, and this past in these past couple weeks I'm like dude you know like I, I gotta you know I'm not going to put too much energy into trying to be hella creative with it I think mm-hmm. by now the people that are following me um, know the type of content I like to put up, know the music that I'm putting up. So I think a lot of it now is that I'm trying to figure out is how to repackage the old music mm-hmm, to yeah. reintroduce people to the music that we've done in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not super far into the past because some of it wasn't cool, but I needed, you know, shit from. Some of the uh, beta base sometimes kind of was rough to me, but um, like the aperitif and up, you know, mm-hmm. when we started really dialing the sound in. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, you need to figure out how to reintroduce people into that whole catalog. Some of the stuff you listen to in the back, and I'm like, oh, I don't ever want to hear that shit again. Because you know, <laughs> just because I think I could have redone, I could have done it better. Uh-huh. Nothing, nothing wrong with the production. I could have done it better. You know, know this when it was when I didn't have patience um, when recording. No, yeah, I, I even hear it in the production. The the other stuff. Um, like I'll be like, oh man, that hi hat is too fucking loud. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like Jesus, man. What was yeah, I yeah. thinking? Or like, uh, just like devils, you know? Yeah, I'm paying yeah, more attention to it now. Yeah, you know? for sure, for sure, for sure. What you been listening to this week? Um, shit. What have I been listening to? I mean, you know what I've been listening to a lot of. I, I realized that most of my entertainment is listening to podcasts. Okay, and yeah. there's been so like your your. Fucking your eight hours a day yeah, walking no, around. Sure, so, yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, I I started like, uh, you know that uh, what's it called on the Apple phone where you you uh, keep record track your, your steps. steps. Yeah, yeah, I do. Like today, I was like thirty nine thousand wow. steps. I don't know how many how many miles is that. That's what I was trying to figure out. Uh, it should keep track of your miles there too. I, yeah, I got to figure it out. But well, anyways, yeah. um. Well, I say, uh, I was listening to Sammy the Bull Gravano's podcast. Have oh, you listened to that shit? Own po- nah, dude. dude. My, my, dude, my podcast right now, uh, I'm only listening to like two or three, uh-huh. and they're constantly rotating. So I'm not venturing out too much on any other new ones. Okay. But, uh, that this one is, is dope because you get, um, uh, his perspective. And he tells these stories. I don't know how he is getting away with these stories because he's talking about wire fools. And so let me ask you though: Is this who's this through? Uh, what do you mean, like, like who's like all through? Like, kind of what kind of like pos- yeah, what, podcast company yeah, what, or something like that? Exactly, exactly. Um, Wandry? I don't know. No, that's but Wandry pulls out some dope shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Sort of the, the Wandry is interesting because their their shit's hella clean. Yeah, edited well. Yeah, and like, their their storytelling is real. It, it really takes you on, you know, because I think Wandry was the one that did the Atlanta murders. Yeah, and they also I, did. The, I listened to uh, two Wandry ones uh, recently. Uh, one called um, "Against the Odds" uh-huh. and uh, "The Dropout." It's uh, with uh, it doesn't say. It just says uh, Sammy the Bull Gravano. That's it. That might be his own shit then. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's great because it's kind of like the wandering shit, but he's telling the story himself. And then they bring in like FBI agents who were working on his case and all that shit. So their perspective of what was happening. But then he goes into- Is it the same people that did the the mob one? What was that shit called? It's similar to that. It's similar. Yeah, Mafia. But it's similar to that. But it's better because it's Sammy the Bull telling the stories. That's and tough. that shit, that dude tells some stories. And, you know, you hear shit from, like, the news and yeah. the documentaries you watched about the Gambinos and shit. But he goes into detail yeah, about how it works and shit. And who was who. And from his upbringing. And, you Our know. Thing? Yeah, our thing and how he 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 went from the Columbos to the Gambinos and shit like that until he became a made guy. That's you tough. know, 
the to the time where he was in the military and, and shit. They're short you know? too. Yeah, they're not too long and they're great. That's good. That's good. They're great, dude. I've been listening to that, and then I was listening to uh, Against the Odds, and I think that one Against All Odds or some shit like that from Wandry, mm-hmm. and they were talking about uh, what happened during that whole um, when the kids got in uh, the soccer team got stuck in the caves in Thailand. And how they got them out? Do you remember that? Like a couple years back, no, it was like I, a big. It was that. a big thing. So it was like a, like thirteen kids got stuck in this cave, and the water and the caves got flooded, uh, and they got stuck there. Oh, and they had to, you remember that? Oh, 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 oh! I do lightweight remember it. I do so lightweight. They, it was an American to, team. It was two Brit. It was a bunch of people from all over. They and they these, were. Like, and they went into these water caverns, and then the water started to fill in. No, no, it filled happened? in. It filled in. So what happened, these kids, apparently, these caves, people just go in them. But yeah. they don't go in them in a certain time. Because That's it what rains, I'm saying, they the fly. water. And they, oh, okay, right. okay, okay. So after soccer, you know, the coach, and mind you, the coach is 23 years old, 23, 24. Okay, so they were being young and dumb. They're young, and then they were t- the kids were like, the youngest one was 11. The older ones was 17. And they were like, let's go there. Let's go to the caves. Just let's go exploring the caves for a little bit. And the coach was like, nah, you know what? It's almost dinner time. Let's just go home. And they were like, no, let's go. And so they, he was like, he was like, oh, he caves in. He's like, oh, we'll be there for a little bit. So they were in there for like about an hour or so just exploring. And then when they're coming back, the water was already rising and shit. Damn. They were stuck in there for 17 days, you know? <laughs> And so it was like a whole debacle, but when they got organized to get these kids out, man, yeah. they they believed the the rescuers and divers. They knew that they were all gonna die. <laughs> that that yeah. the kids probably maybe one or two were gonna live. There were like eighty percent chance of all of them dying. You know what yeah. I mean? Just yeah. to rescue them because they were like six miles in. Because they had to keep going inside the cave because the water kept rising. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they had to run away pretty much yeah. and they Go kept running going further and further into yeah. the cave. Holy yeah, until they found a pocket. And that wasn't the end of it because yeah. it, once they found them, well, first they had to lay down cable just to get, you know, to travel inside the cave. Yeah. You know, and then on top of that, they had to find all these experienced divers. They had to find this, once they found the kids and they were still alive and shit. I don't want to fuck it up for anybody, but you know, there's a lot of dilemmas there. And they were in there for 17 days. Did they do a movie about it? I don't know, but this podcast is pretty dope. Okay. Against all odds. Against all odds. And then they have another one called The Dropout. And that one was great since we're, you know, this is uh, Women's History Month. It was about that lady, uh, Elizabeth Holmes. Uh Elizabeth Holmes. Oh, you'll like her. Holly Holmes? No, Elizabeth Holmes. You'll like her. This, this girl's up your alley. She started. Sounds she like did. Girl, huh? <laughs> uh, oh, I'm glad you said that. This lady was like, they were calling her the next Steve Jobs. She would even dress like Steve Jobs okay. and she would speak like in a low voice and shit. Mm-hmm. But somehow she convinced about, about uh, a bunch of investors to invest in this um, this new technology where where it would like uh, take one drop of your blood and it would sequence it right then and there and it could run 200 tests in this small contract contraction and it would be able to tell you what was wrong with you, right? 
It's never been done before, you know, because when you go to the doctors, they take like yeah. these uh, they take big old vials, vials and shit yeah. like that. This was like a pinprick. Yeah. They take one drop of blood and it was it, it was able to synthesize okay. all this information and run all yeah. these tests. Yeah. But the problem was that it was rubbish. It was all bullshit, you know? Boy, it sounds like fucking rubbish. And she convinced all these people, all these people, generals. I think I heard people of in this. The military. I think I heard of this. Oh, dude, that's a great uh, yeah, podcast, yeah, too, because yeah, you're here. I think I heard of this one. You hear people like when she was in, and she dropped out of Stanford. That's what they call yeah. it, the dropout. And the teachers, they they interviewed some teachers that were like, "Yeah, I heard about how she wanted to do this thing," and we're and I was telling her it's impossible, you can't do that. And people were, and then some people who were her colleagues, the teachers' colleagues, you know, went into business with this girl. Yeah. And so she was making, doing all these moves and shit. So she dropped out and whatnot. And she was just, because she was kind of pretty too. Yeah. And then, you know, at the time, you know, of course, you had the whole thing with, um, you know, uh, what's going on with the media about, you know, um, women being paid equally to men and all that stuff. So, you know, people wanted to see that the young billionaire 19 yeah, years attractive old CEO. yeah young attractive yeah, yeah, smart yeah. and she was smart but the thing is that she was just she was conning hard. people yeah dude it's great dude it's great right. and, she, and she was just yeah, billions of dollars and it lasted for like nine years wow nine years dude she got away with this shit man fucking wow gangster. so she in Sorry. jail now i'm figuring no not yet she's going through trial but then oh, she okay. keeps postponing it because she's not pregnant dude Fine. you know she got pregnant. Okay, shit, I need so. to figure this out. I need, all right, sounds like two good podcasts. Okay, yeah. That's well, what you with the, the dropout, dropout. No, no, no. There's and a, the Sammy the Bull Cavano. He was talking about the uh, some not on this, not just now, but the the podcast about rivalries. Oh, but, rivalries! That's another good podcast. Um, there's these two dudes that um, talk about rivalries in music. Right, oh, okay, which okay, is interesting because okay. you go into the whole thing. I I listened to the one with Jimi Hendrix and Eric Clapton. It wasn't okay. like a a rivalry, but it was right because they respected each other. But yeah. they go into other people who they really had beef with. You know, I mean, who they had beef with each other. Okay. But the Hendrix one I listened to, it was just a rivalry with guitar shit. You know, and okay, and at the time when people were calling Clapton God, and here comes Jimi Hendrix. And just blows him out the water and humbles Eric Clapton and shit, you know? But then they also go into Eric Clapton accepting that, that he's not going to be good as Hendrix and just doing, digging more deeper into the classic shit, yeah. you know what I mean? Being more of a, like a, a traditional blues guy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And where Hendrix well, that, was I like, mean, that makes sense. I mean, when you meet somebody that's... Um more expressive yeah. than you that's able to do certain things you're like well I'm not gonna beat him there like the yeah. guy is fucking good so let me I'm a good guitarist this is my pocket so I'm gonna perfect this pocket that I'm in right here and, 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 and excel at it and Hendrix liked them a lot you know they were yeah. friends and shit and he was like I wish he would just play more chords Eric mm -hmm. Clapton he was like cause you know Jimi Hendrix was a rhythm dude mm -hmm. you know he played rhythm for all you know, Isley Brothers, King yeah. Curtis, all these other cats and shit, Little Richard. And, you know, that's where his uh, roots were with the uh, the blues and um, playing Did, rhythm uh, guitar. Didn't Clapton also have beef with Lennon? 
Uh, no, it was with uh, George Harrison. George Harrison. That's because the one I want to hear about. With Layla. Yeah, with the late with the lady, oh, right? Dude, that story is yeah. crazy because uh, George Harrison one day they were at a party and they all got, got along with each other. And then Eric Clapton, you know, one day was like, "Look, I'm madly in love with 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 the lady Layla, right? Or I think that's her name." But I know that song was based on this chick, right? Oh, okay. George Harrison, like a like a fucking beetle, was like, go ask her, who yeah. are you gonna go with? And then she was like, I'm gonna go with you, with George. And he's like, That's right, love. <laughs> Piss <laughs> off, Clapton. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you fucking wanker. You know, he walked off and shit. And then he's that like, he walked but, away. And, and, <laughs> And then, Hendrick, and then and then he uh and then he wrote that song Layla, which is a great song. It is a great song. It was on uh that it was on Goodfellas, right? Yeah. They had that piano solo. You oh, know? that's right. Yeah. I always forget that st- that parts from that song. It's like a yeah, it isn't is. that a thirteen minute song? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the guy that helped uh, produce that song. They wrote the piano part to it. That guy, I forgot his name, but he went crazy. That piano he, part is fucking sad. Yeah, he went yeah. crazy like bananas and shit. Like I think he, I don't know. They they, he was like breaking down doors with axes or some shit like oh, that. And then shit, he man. had lost it. And then I don't know if they put him in prison or they killed him. I don't know something like that. I gotta figure that out. But I remember him. They're talking about him like he's one of those unknown you know, type of characters where he did a lot of arrangements that were like legit and especially in that song and he went crazy. You know, yeah. like Sid Barrett and shit like went off this fucking rocker and never to come back again. That shit has to do with acid, man. I oh yeah, for sure. Acid fucking just like burns them out, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Uh, Hugo, so you watched the Biggie documentary? Oh yes, I did. I watched it. Yeah, where would you, what do you, uh, What's I, your thoughts on the big dude? Carlos, did you watch it? No, I kept, kept uh, fucking forgetting to watch it. Okay. Well, uh, Hugo, what was your initial thoughts on it? Well, I like that they, it was not the normal people talking about Biggie. It was people I didn't even know about or like new people. Like his crew? Like, like his crew or just, uh-huh. usually it'd be just Puffy talking about it or people yeah, that right. stick with him. So to hear like a different perspective from the actual people that grew up with him, yeah, was pretty tight. One thing I did like about it the most though was the uh, the neighbor, the neighbor who was a jazz player. Yeah, like that, he had a mentor, like he, was, he had a mentor in the area. Yeah, he took Biggie out to you know go pictures of Picasso. Yeah, and shit. but what I liked that, about him the most was the way he described uh, the way Biggie's rhyme patterns, case. Yeah. You know, this fool said, uh, I quoted it here. I'm going to read it to y'all. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> God damn. This motherfucker said, I, and I quote. No, he drop it, drop it, go. <laughs> and I quote. Hit me with it. Yeah, but no, but yeah. You don't fuck it up, even though you won't. So, yeah, he said, uh, uh, put in what a snare drum did to bebop drumming into rhythm uh, of a... Uh, ah, shit. Excuse me. Hey, <laughs> All right, so he said basically he, he would put um, it's like his flow was like putting what a snare drum did to uh, bebop drumming into a rhythm of a rhyme. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah, 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 when he said that, and then they went yeah. to a freestyle of him. 
yeah. doing it, uh-huh. I was like, oh shit, that's yeah, pretty tight. Yeah, and he also said that after this, he said, uh, so if you would slow that down, one of those ideas down the drum wrist, right? And put some lyrics to that, you can hear Biggie accenting those notes. Yeah. In a way that exudes all the finer qualities of bebop drum solo. I thought mm-hmm. it was and yeah, man, and, I, and then another thing I liked about it the most is, you know, when you hear about Biggie's influences, you know, or him saying that he doesn't have any, I think it's just some showbistic shit. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah. But he yeah. was really influenced by, um, like, when he would he would be on the block with his homies, you know, selling drugs or whatever, they would yeah. talk about and debate what their favorite He was a fan. Yeah. He was a fan. That's plain and simple. He was a fan of the culture, man. Like, but, he was in it. And one of his favorite rappers was Big Daddy Kane. Who ain't Big Daddy yeah. Kane, man? Of course, Big Daddy Kane was the dopest. I mean, when it comes to MCs above all, mm-hmm. Big Daddy Kane had the most skill uh, over 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 KRS, over Rockham, over you know most cats from that era. Big Daddy Kane was the most polished out of all of them because he could write songs. He was writing songs from fucking biz that weren't even anywhere near what Big Daddy Kane was rapping about. So he had the ability to write for, for other, other people. people. Yeah, he had the so so his mind was in a songwriting form. Mm-hmm. And his performances were always off the hook. So <laughs> the, the guy was a fucking number one showman. I mean, MC Hammer, people want to make fun of MC Hammer all the time, but MC Hammer was a showman as well, but he just didn't have the technicalities that most other rappers did, but his show presence and his fucking music videos and all that shit was like grandiose. You're talking about his Speedo one? Yeah. Bumps in a trunk. Bumps in a bump. Yeah. And then he got one. But then, yeah, but Big Daddy came had had the whole thing. The only thing was with Big Daddy, I think, mainly is that his street, his street, quote unquote, street edge was maybe a little bit too more, much, much more opposed to a LL. You seen him in that movie where he's uh, with Keanu Reeves? He plays a I forgot a who cowboy, he right? Was he no. a cowboy? No, no, no. He's like some. I think I want to say he's like some type of. Because I think Big Daddy Kane was in a Western, too. Was he? Oh, that's hilarious. Was no, this posse? is a recent movie. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. It was a movie with Keanu Reeves and that that um, mm. that Cuban chick. Mm. Uh, Ana de Armas. Yeah, that's her name. And, uh, yeah, he's in no, that movie. Really? What else yeah. to huh? about Biggie was just how dope he sounded from the beginning. Like, check yeah. This- like this, right? So that's a yeah, dem- man. He had he had skills from the jump, dude. Yeah, he dude. was he was the best of all time. Without having the discography there, but he, dude, he was the best, man. Ain't nobody ever gonna say anything different, man. Fuck Pac. 
<laughs> Straight up and down. The only part I don't, I will tell you, I, I agree with you with all your points with that documentary. The uh-huh. the documentary, because I'm speaking about documentary, I'm not talking about the life of Biggie. Uh-huh. The documentary itself had good momentum when it started. It showed his Jamaican yeah, route. It talked sure. about his mom. It talked about like his family dynamic. It yeah. talked about um, how because you know his second family was the his street family and how he watched over them and how you know he really took that role serious of trying to help elevate everybody and he took everybody that was responsible with him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he was always looking out for those people and he kept those people true. And then it bogged the fuck down. The fucking after that whole initial thing, it just seemed like it just seemed like the fucking documentary just hit fast forward on his life. <laughs> yeah, you know like, I mean? like, it just went, okay, we it. made it. Yeah. Now now we're we're beefing with with Pac and then boom 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 boom, he's dead. Yeah, you know what? And the funny thing is that you say that I felt like out of all the documentaries I've seen, this one was the last that they brought up Tupac. Yeah, I, I, yeah, which was fine, which is absolutely fine because we don't need to tell that story again. So I appreciate it on that. You know, I don't need to like, like I, I always refer back to it, like the West, East and West Coast beef. I always refer them back to the the Monday Night Wars. I was like, how many of y'all? How many times are we gonna hear about these Monday Night Wars? We're wrestling. So good. Like night. I'm so tired of that shit, and I'm so, I'm tired of the East East versus West Coast. But I what I do like to hear about that whole beef era, where uh, was about the lower level players mm-hmm. who were actually at war. The Capone Noriegas, the Mob Deeps, the fucking um, Dog Pound, the yeah. uh, uh, the Outlaws. Uh, yeah, the outlaws, the cats that were actually doing the dirty work. Mm-hmm. And when you hear about their stories or even the fact that they were still traveling to the East Coast, still traveling to the uh, South and doing music videos and trying to keep it kosher, how like Red Man was be like, I'm going to go wherever I want. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like how how Bay Area cats were... Um, confused, especially Bay, uh, especially Bay Area rappers, they were like confused about you know who to side with, because they knew that the money on the East Coast was there. Like everybody's like, "Fuck, man, I, I can't travel over there. Like I, I gotta pay my fucking bills." Yeah, I wouldn't side with nobody. I would have been like, "You guys are fucking stupid." Well, but that's that whole at that time with the with the gangster music, you had gang mentality where it was like you pick Wu-Tang this side never or that did. side. Wu Tang never did. I would have been like, I'm with Wu. Yeah, that that, that I oh. mean, a lot of people had that choice though. You know, you had digging in the crates or everybody, Lord Finesse, Grand Poopa, all them dudes. They didn't pick no sides. Yeah. DJ Premier, Guru, Gangstar, they never played that fucking game. Even yeah. though I think Freddie the Fox did though. You know Kobe what? Knuckles, I think he did. Finesse too. I felt like hanging with Biggie would just be fun. You know. Yeah, you and he, you and him definitely <laughs> Just, could wrestle. Oh my god, but yeah, I would yeah, wrestle, man. but he would hella smoke weed in your face, dude. <laughs> he probably blow smoke weed in your face like our friends used to blow uh, weed smoke in pit bull faces. Oh, <laughs> shit. remember that? Yeah, 
<laughs> I was like, why are you doing that, dude? Watch him get high. Look at him. Yeah, I'm like, why are you doing that? It's fucked I, up, dude. I know. He's like, dude, that pit bull's going to end up biting one of us. Leave <laughs> that dog dude, alone, God Dude, the motherfucking eyes used to be like, I used to get so high, and then all of a sudden I'd be looking at them pit bulls, and I'm like, dude, that motherfucker want to eat me. <laughs> yeah, dude, fucking scary. I, I, I look like, like store <laughs> right now. <laughs> you know what? Other things I did like when they were... Um, he would tell his friends to keep recording the crowd to see which songs would hit. So when they would go to, oh the yeah, he was very smart. He, yeah, he's smart, man. The motherfucker was thinking about. It's sad, dude. It's a tragedy that they, it they is, died so young. They're in the twenties, right? Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Yeah, yeah. Then and filming all that shit, and it's dope because I was like, man, dude, I wish we could see more. Yeah, he's dead. So. Did they find out who killed him though? No. Uh no, but there was always rumors that it was uh Crips, right? Wasn't it Crips supposedly Crips or cops? Uh I think so. They had dude, they had that show on fucking uh FX. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Didn't you watch yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, I watched it yeah. and what they say. It's funny because someone did get a after that documentary and that show was out, they dug in and they did go arrest somebody for Tupac's death. Which then led to them. Uh, that killed Tupac was Orlando Anderson, right? Suppose. Yeah. Who was Orlando Anderson? Some crip. That dude he beat up at the at the fucking. Um, at Las you know, Vegas. Las Vegas. It's and funny. So, dude, can you imagine making all that money? Right, you're making money, and then you just throw it all away on some, some on hood some shit, dumb shit. Yeah, how do I? You and know what, shit dude? that didn't even involve him, dude. Yeah, shit that didn't even involve him, but that's that's that that was always the problem with Tupac though, was that Tupac always felt that he had to live up to something. Yeah, he could never be the boss. He was always trying to be the Joe Pesci. You know, he was always trying to be that guy that was you know a drop of a dime, and, and he was wild. Don't mess with me. But in reality, man, like, dude, you went. You went to theater school, man. Like, you're educated, <laughs> man. Hey. I think you were singing and dancing or some Biggie, shit. You educated. Biggie was a mama's boy. Yeah, Biggie, well, which is nothing being wrong. A, yeah, you know, being a mama's boy is not foreign. He was, he was and he was also an artist, right? Because he, I remember yeah, him. He talking, had, yeah, he was talking about he could draw, right? Yeah, he was. He could draw. He was thinking about doing commercial art, but then you know, him being young and making hella money off selling drugs is more rewarding. <laughs> It's funny, it's crazy that the streets make you be that way, right? So it's like you believe in the 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 street code so much that you know you uh you're a great actor, but you can't continue in that because it looks soft. It just yeah. it reminds me when I used to like go to school and shit and I would go to class and carry books. And then fools would be like, it. Look at this fool eats a school boy and shit. Yeah. That was me. Yeah, dude, that's every, I mean. Fucking crabs in a barrel, my dude. Yeah, dude, that's that whole, man, that's always been the mentality. Don't let you lose weight in the hood either, man. You lose weight in the hood, people are like, dude, when you start smoking crack. (laughs) You know what's uh, It's funny. No one ever says, man, you look great, dude. Keep doing your thing, my dude. And it's like, nah, dude, you smoking crack, man. You got to stay off that shit. So I'll I'll watch this documentary about when Pac got killed. So uh they were looking for him. And then, um. Uh, so I guess the people that were looking for him were, were saw this one white car coming in this direction and it was actually Tupac on top of the fucking outside of the, the sunroof just showboating 
Mm-hmm. They figured out. They found them, and then there he goes. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah. If you if you if you like um yeah, yeah you paint a target. He painted a target on himself he too. Always, she was did. like, the, the, man, they were both young and stupid, dog. This yeah, is young and stupid. Yeah. Well, and you know what? I would like. That's who I would want to see. What would if they were still alive now? I think like Tupac would have been a great actor. Yeah, he could have definitely. And his music would have been probably get way better. You know what I mean? Because you imagine like Tupac like going down that that route with, you know, Kamasi Washington and Flying Lotus, kind of like what Kendrick Lamar is doing. He would not be doing any of that. Who knows? I'm just saying it's a yeah, it's an alternate no, universe, of course, because he's dead. But I mean, he probably would have been a great actor. Like even I, th- you know, I believe the acting part. Yeah. I believe I believe what's funny is that I think that the what I was hearing from Life After Death when for Biggie's album, I think that the next album would have been horrible from Biggie. On the way, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think that it would have been good. I think it would have been equivalent to Jay Z's, uh, uh, when he did that sunshine video. Oh, won't yeah. you be my sunshine? Yeah, like I think it would have been like glitter to the max. It looked like and then, problems after my money more problems. Y- yeah, dude, it would have been bad. I, I had a I had a feeling that that third album was gonna be bad because it's not like Puffy was gonna fucking slow down with. Like, look what happened when 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 Biggie passed. He ended up ramping up how big everything got with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there was no rules with Puffy because Puffy was a showboat. He wasn't a rapper. He was like an entertainer at all times. So. I like liked how skeptical I liked how they show how skeptical skeptical Biggie was of Puffy. I've heard that though before. Oh. I've, yeah. I've, he- I've heard I've heard him the stories of not trusting, but it's not. I don't think it was with anything against Puffy. I think it was more the fact that he didn't want to have his hopes let yeah. down. I like too about that shit too because you almost saw him like he's just somebody trying to come up. Yeah. That are, are, are being shown to him, and he's kind of like trying, I don't know, and then it, you know, yeah, it worked out in the yeah, he, yeah, he because he had for sure money, and then he had this made up money, yeah, you know what I mean. But he knew he knew that he wasn't getting paid. It's funny, man. So, casual, you know, the rapper casual from uh, Hyro, Hyro, mm-hmm. he posted this, he posted this, uh, and I don't know where he got this from, I don't even know what fucking song it was either. It, he posted a a a a royalty statement, and it said that it said his name, his real legal name, and it said that he had like twenty or thirty percent royalties. And then you had seen Biggie's real name, and it was fifteen percent. Then you seen Puffy's name underneath him, and it was fifteen percent. And then it was some other dude down there getting another ten percent. And I don't know if that math is right. I'm just going off of what I remember him saying. And he was like, on in the caption, casuals. I think he produced the beat, and then Biggie oh, rapped okay. on the beat that he produced. Okay, oh, that see. that's pretty much what I'm getting at. And so he was like, you see, now you know where he was like in the caption. He was like, now you know where the money's where the money is supposed to be at, and who is supposed to get paid when making a song. And I guess he was just making a thing where the producers need to get paid. It's not just the the rappers on the song, which is totally yeah, for sure. understandable. You know what I mean? Like, should be 50-50. Yeah, 
it, it is a 50 50 type of world but of course when you get to that business you know yeah, you, you got to pay you got to pay the underlings as well so or or you pay the, the that the, the yeah the, the people with the connections brokers. exactly yeah. the deal brokers so it's uh, i think the documentary was cool um in terms of a documentary um of hip hop artists like at a showcase like that i you know I, I thought it was i thought it was better than average but it did lose steam yeah, at the end, you yeah. know, half after the halfway point where I was uh, with you, I was like, oh, man, like that's dope seeing him come up That's dope seeing him where he's getting his Jamaican influences from that. He had an uncle in Jamaica that showed him things. And you see him like uh, he, he, you see his you know, come up pretty much as a as a as a child to yeah. develop the mind that he had. And you're like, oh, man, that's 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 all exciting shit, you know. But then once he got to an adult, I felt like the mo- either the movie didn't have enough because his sh- life was very short. Uh, a lot of it already. Or they were just, they were like, uh, nobody wants to hear about that anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They didn't have Lil' Kim on it, though. They didn't. I wish they did. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I want to hear from her. Yeah. I ended up listening yeah, to you see her after that. Yeah. It's in conjunction with the, with the documentary. And then it puts it's you. You feel like you kind of know more. Mm. So and that album's tight. What? Like that album, Ready to Die. Oh, Ready to Die is a top album. Yeah. Of all time, next to Illmatic. Yeah. It's like there's not that many albums that are up there, dude. It's like Illmatic is dope. Ready to Die is dope. Yeah. Only built for Cuban Links. Dope. Quick line of hip hop. Say what? What's the most suspect line of hip hop? You look so good, huh? I suck on your daddy's dick. Yeah. You look so good, huh? I don't yeah. know. Uh, but cannabis I, too. <laughs> can, I was about to say that with cannabis. Yeah. Like, but it, yeah. it's crazy because it's funny <laughs> you say that because uh, cannabis ends up giving props to Biggie on that second round knockout. But I like that song, "Me and My Bitch," and I like that line too because <laughs> because it, it just shows you. It, how extreme it is for him and why, you know. Yeah. What is extreme? Yeah, he's, the, 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 how much he's willing to say he likes somebody and say yeah. that line. He's yeah, willing to give his out. dad he's willing <laughs> to give his dad toppy? Is that, is that what uh, Yo, oh, that's crazy. No, it's, it's nah, well, yeah, it's, 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 I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that it, he's, he's emphasizing shit with saying yeah. that. Uh, yeah, man. That I think that that album that that album goes without saying that is one of the the best hip hop albums in the world. Um, that I care a lot movie. Yeah. Don't so forget. You watch that. Did, it's Tupac, did you, dude. Yeah, this is one. Get the fuck out of here, man. You ain't gonna. <laughs> nah, man. This ain't. This is a no Pac zone. Okay. <laughs> this is a no Pac. I wish that. I wish that. Or Tupac's better than Biggie. They have I the wish that uh, uh, I will say this but on, one at a time, please, because I'm just hearing. Uh, have it. Okay. <laughs> you referee this that, that that Biggie is a better rhymer, you know. But the, it's it, I don't even care about that anymore. You know what it is? When I hear "Ready to Die," I hear similar stories that Pac say, but Biggie phrases them better because of how he says it when he rhymes. And the beats are always better. Yeah. I mean, the beats were fucking hella better, dude. Which, 
you know what? So I saw this post, right? That said, um, I think it was from Count Base D. He said, weak lyrics will um, do better on bad doper beats than it would otherwise. You guys agree? Yeah. Yeah. If, if a dope beat for... could carry a lot, man. Yeah, yeah. Can. yeah. A dope beat could carry a lot. Look at Group Home. Okay, Group Home to me is always the number one thing. When you hear that song by Group Home, okay, Living Living Proof, I'm gonna find it right now. You're when you hear it. that song by Living Proof, uh, Living Proof, I think it's a premiere beat. Um, but them guys Suck. are not. They're they weren't the best. Oh, one of them was good. The other one was okay. Um, uh, what was that Group Home man? Right. Uh, I'll play it right now. I never. Oh, I got it. Right Commercial. Oh, I thought that was it. I was like, "Whoa!" Nah, 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 nah. You know this song. Like, why, right when I, why when I play, play. you fucking know it, man. Here, five, four, three, two, one. Skip it. Oh my fucking god, Dales. Yeah, like it's my first day doing this shit. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. That is a dope beat. So, so the beat is fucking dope. Now, one of the dudes have a dope-ass voice. This dude first coming up right here. My life story strictly business never blew my chance. Mom kicked me out. He's dope. Remember this. Make them walk this this shit is so New York. It's so fucking unbelievable. And this is Premiere, by the way. And I think Premiere produced the majority of this album. I think they had plug with, um, I think Guru founded them. Guru goes without saying, like, but then this dude. As you start to clock and Josh, oh Jesus Christ, with mad rage, 18 and hitting the real stage. But don't worry about me, cause I'm making it. And if I can't have it, then I'm taking it. That's how it is, cause I'm living trife. Where's my life? Take a chance with your life. Rappers decapitate and disintegrate. You are will mutilate. So you see, there you had yeah. one dude that had obviously more ability. Yeah. Then you had this other guy who who sounds like he sounds okay on the song, but obviously he's not technically there. His his rhymes are hella hacky. His yeah. rhymes are his rhymes are yeah. even for that time. Yeah. yeah, even even for that time, and we're we're not talking about cadence hack. I mean, like it's the corny. It's it's just yeah, corny. Like you could tell like what he's gonna rap with exactly, yeah. and so. <laughs> But the thing is, the I only thing knife. is, Hold you on. know what's crazy about him though is that his verses, his this verse right here has been sampled hella times because it's very clean. Mm. So like like the way he says and he it says his words were very clean and easy to understand, and it didn't fuck with the beat. So even though it's very simple and not, um. Not complex and didn't ride the beat like the first guy did. But what he did is that he made sure not to fuck up the beat. 
You know what I'm saying? He was like, I'm just going to come right here and just ride this beat. And like, bye. And like, bye. And he just made, he didn't fuck the beat up. He just kept the momentum going. You know what I mean? Because the beat is the win. You think he accepted that he sucks and he was like, Yeah, I think he did. uh, Let me just work on the. I I bet he did. I bet he did. I'm going to rap with Cat in the Hat. They, they, I got a baseball they, they bat. Gave him, they gave him fucking like two beats of delay. That was hella delay. Motherfucker, you ain't Peter Frampton. <laughs> ain't nobody working delay like that, motherfucker. Anyway, so yeah, that's the main thing where, yes, a, a, a dope beat could yeah. definitely carry uh, a subpar rapper. Yeah, man. But, but I like it's like that's it, fine that's fine because half the part of being a you know uh half the part of being of mc is having a good ear yeah you know what i mean and limelight that's one thing i could say about um when i hear when i hear biggie sometimes it's like it's a pity me of tight that be, be, having the capability of being able to rhyme and write is what it's really all about. All so, that shit is unnecessary. You so know? pick your pick pick your three. If you were to put them on Mount Rushmore, just oh. three. Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, who you pick? Me for me, I always go back and uh, it's different for me, man. You know, I, Desert I, Island, dude. Desert, Desert Island. You have to pick your Desert Island three picks. That's fine. Just pick whoever your three is. Just pick what who you think you would be. It's your Mount Rushmore, dude. I'm thinking about it's like picking an action figure. Which one would I take? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which Spider Man would I take? Which uh, Tupac record would I take? One would be Tupac, of course. There, uh, okay. Tupac. Okay. Know, um, I guess I guess Ready to Die would be another album. Cause I no, think- I mean. Rappers, rappers. Is is I don't I don't think I have a, a top five. No three. I just gave you say three. <laughs> you have to choose three. Three, three, three of rappers, your favorites. Dude. Uh, nothing that you gotta live and die by right now at this moment. You have to take Who it to a desert island. Oh, like I, I, as if to right now, I probably take Black Thought. Ooh, okay, yeah, and uh, um. It's not going to be cannabis because I stopped listening to him after 2005. There, okay, then don't say cannabis. Um, but if it I, means that much to you, though, yeah, right? No, because it means that it's different. Like, if you're telling me if I had to take music on me on an island, mm-hmm. I, I would go back and think about all the songs, all the albums I still play to this day on repeat sometimes just to pass the time or do yeah. So it'd probably be... Uh, um, I play a lot of that, the fucking Bums record, so that's one record I take, you know? Yeah, but you're asking two different things, so, hey, so not, uh, don't say Desert uh, Island, just say three top five. Three, three, so, your three top MCs. Two, three yeah. top MCs right now. For that you. you that, yeah, Make, that you... That you can get tattooed on your back. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> you get three MCs to tattoo oh on your back. That's hilarious. All right, so I say one black dot. Um, The other... Uh, Right now, probably Lift and Merce. Lift and Merce, okay. Lift, Merce, and Black Thought. And Black Thought, okay. I'll play, I'll play 
Yeah, man, because that, that fucking volume one, like sometimes for me, dude, like I hear songs that they, they get me going. Like they just yeah. make, like they give me that rush. Yeah. Like like the, the ninth versus thought song. Do yeah. I how you guys were describing that one dude in the middle of the street just getting up? Mm-hmm. Shit, me, it just fucking gets me yeah. going. That, there you that, go. that makes I me feel you. Hot. You know, I don't know, man. You? Yeah, it's true. Charlie? True. Me? Uh, most deaf. Okay. AC alone. Okay. MF Doom. Oh, that's a good one. That's MF a good one. A- a- AC alone is one of those cats, too. Like, my favorite is, of course, the Book of Human Language. Yeah. But then, like, later on, it gets. The it beat gets suspect. Shit, you know yeah, what I mean? Beat, so it's the like, beat is a huge problem with it him. It is. But he's dope. He's definitely dope. He's I'm definitely. like listening to the cadences and, and the yeah. technique and all that shit. Yeah. To me, it, he's, de- he's it definitely really does seem like he was in a way different space when he was younger, though. Yeah. This was crazy. He was way different when he was younger. I wonder, I, I wonder if he thinks about that. I wonder if he thinks about you know, like that, that he feels like he doesn't want to live up to that. Like he just wants to leave that because he was thinking different at that time type of shit that he doesn't write like that anymore. Who knows? Who knows? Mine's would be, um, slick Rick. Ooh. Uh, big daddy Kane. And, uh, if I want to pick one new person, um, one newer person. Hmm. Probably Quale Chris for one new person. Mm, okay. Yeah, one newer person. Right. So I so I went two old school, one new. You want to revive? You want to? Re- you like you're still Hugo? Because I it looks like your wheels are turning over there. <laughs> <laughs> you want to trade in a Merce for? Uh... <laughs> it's funny because it's like uh, well the cast I've I've. I still make good music. Cause you could, you could like say also Merce is like still making pick, good music. Yeah, but you Merce can say like for example, you could you could take a certain guy and it falls in that tree of what are other MCs, right? Mm. That kind of are similar to that. Like like if you think of MF Doom, I could also hear you know, Open Mike Eagle or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would be in that. Yeah, well, I mean, that world. Doom, I mean the food and the Operation Doom's the album I play a lot. Yeah, those are those are big, man. You know, Anyways, like- all right, all right, we could be here all night with that shit, and you're fucking obviously don't get it. Uh, I don't even know if I want to talk about this, y'all. Okay. Do y'all want to talk about them stupid tokens? What tokens? Uh, what are you talking about? The, I thought you were gonna talk about Mer- uh, Meghan Markle and um, the Oprah interview. Who? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know how they're making a big deal of uh, the whole no, Meghan Markle and the Prince Harry. I think the kid, the ginger fuck, and Oprah uh, interviewed them and shit. No, what happened? Nothing. It was ridiculous. They say everyone was talking about it, and then you know there was a there's a um, I saw a clip where uh, Meghan. For those who don't know, Meghan is is, is black and married. Uh, that ginger guy, one She's of the princes, and and shit. Though, right? Sure, yeah. but in in the in the you know in going to the royal family, the English yeah. royal family, right? And, yeah. Um, they left the the why, and you know everybody was like, why they leave the you know Brit. being royals and shit. Yeah. 
And so they started talking about that. And then and one, one uh, clip I saw, she was telling Oprah that people were talking about what color the baby was going to be. <laughs> and then Oprah was like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. They did what now? And I was like, okay, Oprah. Calm yeah, the fuck down. You're telling on. me that you're surprised that there's a ridiculous monarchy that's been around since they conquered India and the atrocities they did in fucking Africa. And then you're going to be surprised that these fucking pieces of shit in the castles are going to be like, what color the baby's going to be? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course, why are you so, so surprised, dude? It's like oh, the fucking, that shit God. irks the shit out of me. I was like, of course. You know, like, if I was one of the guards in front of the castle and I saw Meghan Markle walking yeah. in, I'm like, yo, dude, let me tell you right now. Yeah. They call me Darky over here, so let yeah. me tell you, you know, don't go in there. You know what I mean? It's like, come on. Come on, it's dude. So it's fucking It's nuts. a fucking I I, yeah. family. I had no idea... Like when it comes to it's funny when it comes to current events, dude. I have no idea what's going on in this world. <laughs> like I didn't have any idea that they were like trying to fuck with Bill Burr until y'all told me. Oh yeah, they're always. And, are, I know, but what I'm saying is like I didn't know that, and then everybody talks. It's funny to me that everybody talks how shitty the Grammys are, but yet they pay attention to it every year, like it's gonna fucking change. Yeah. The Grammys, I, the Grammys are fucking stupid, and they've always been stupid. And yeah, they never they, they they never respected hip hop. They have no idea what hip hop is about. So I was I'm just first Grammy for best album huh? of the year. Did you hear that? Fuck Ooh. Nas. He won the 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 last album he just dropped. Yeah, the 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 King's King. Disease. His first album that ever. I got. mean, it was a good album. It was. it was definitely a good album. And when you when you look at who he was up against. Yeah, it's the better of those fucking up. They had Jay Electronica in there with eight songs under 24 fucking minutes. <laughs> yeah, man. I think it was a shoe in for him to fucking win. I think that pretty were, much when uh, it was pretty much like when um, when Rocky had the title, remember? And then Mickey told him that he was setting him up with hella bum fight, but then he didn't want him fighting Drago because mm -hmm. he thought, oh, Bishop T, because he thought he was getting soft. Mm hmm. Yeah, he turned civilized. Yeah, yeah. Like, same idea, same concept. They got that collection on HBO Max. No, but from uh, yeah, the Rocky collection. I should. No, about the Grammys. So Merce did like a breakdown on how that works. From what I remember, I might be wrong. Is you have people have to submit, or like your team has to submit. Yes. Your your work to them. Yeah. I don't think a lot of the cats that who are this in the Grammys know that. Or know that there's a process to be yeah. considered to even win one. So a lot of that, you know. I always thought it was sales or something. No, I think it, it it's it's a like that's why because I think yeah, was, just like with the movies, like for the academy, you have to your the like, film has to be uh, in a theater. There's like requirements. It has to be in a theater for like two to three weeks or something like that in order for it to be considered for an Academy Award and it has to be in there before December, yeah, like fucking whatever, and then you have to submit the movie at that point in time to be considered for an Academy. Yeah, yeah they were, it was funny that they got on 
they had Bill Burr be one of the presenters. <laughs> that shit was crazy. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh shit! And when they gave him like to do the Spanish, uh, that's what that's the, the winners. Part I was like, oh dude, dude. Oh. <laughs> like they someone fucking. They you know what they did? They fucking um. They set him up. You know what yeah, I mean? They set him up. Of course, they did. Of course, they did. To me, but you of can't cancel somebody if you're, you're the oh, people who are canceling them. Don't even listen to his shit. You know what Dude, I mean? Dude, it, it's, it's just fucking... Oh, my God. This whole world is so fucking... Yeah. What? I hate it. You know what's annoying to me? It's like, okay, back to the, the, the Grammys. It's like all the people that win Grammys are still diss the Grammys. Yeah. Keep on winning. <laughs> you know? Yeah, for real. They're like, they're like, like Beyonce won a bunch of Grammys and she looks like she doesn't care. Yeah, like... I'm like, well, I mean, I think she has a closet full of them. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's you know what it's... makes me mad? These people who are still like, like, that they don't like, um, they use that whole, like, uh, what's it called? Uh, I have a, a condition. That's why I can't wear masks. Mm-hmm. You ever seen these people? Yeah. They're yeah. going to these stores. I'm like, yeah. what kind of a person lives this long? Yeah. That you can't wear a mask. How the fuck yeah. do you put on a shirt? You know what I mean? It's like, what condition do you have? That you can't wear a mask. Fucking what condition retard. is that? That's, a, that's, a it's, it's that's all like, it is. It's fucking you, stupid, stupid shit. How do you go to sleep at night and accidentally put the covers over your head and still survive? Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? I'm like, man, he's fucking... Nah, man, reason, he's a fucking bunch, just a fucking bunch of momos. That, this is what the world is. As of now, the world is me, 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 me. Yeah. And I have the rights. I need to be heard. I need to be seen. Uh, uh, Someone needs to respect me. I'm not fitting inside your category boxes anymore. We're all fluid here. Get the fuck out of here. And they want to get like uh, their five minutes of fame. And it's equivalent on both sides, right? You get like people who are approaching people who are not wearing a mask. And then people who don't want to wear a mask. Talking shit to like some person at Home Depot who's like, dude, yeah. I just I get paid fifteen bucks an hour. I'm just yeah, trying like, to follow the rules and shit. Yeah, it's man. like that's what I'm like. You can't even, even like a um, you take two both sides of the spectrum, right? Where if you're like right or left, and you believe something, so like, like you're willing to die on that hill, but then it becomes a business. Yeah, you know, and that is your business. So you're kind of also adding to it or looking yeah. for it you're yeah. looking for it and you're gonna find it right you take like for example candace owens right who's like on the republican side and she says a lot of things then you get like the other dude what's his name um oh damn it what's his name sean i don't even i forget yeah his don't name. even look to me yeah. for no reference yeah i don't, I don't know i can't even say stuff. but you, it becomes their business you know what i mean yeah. it's, it's a business now so there's no change in that no more. It's just arguing and then lost in the echo chamber of whatever followers follow you. And you're like, yeah. like, 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 like. That's so why I was like, okay, yeah, there's no point. There's no point in even, you know, arguing a certain point online because there's always going to be someone who is going to argue against it. Yeah. So there's no. That's why I don't argue in person sometimes, especially with like fucking family members who think opposite, like. Yeah, it's like sometimes it's like you, the trade off is wasting time. Yeah. yeah. 
I, well, no. yeah, the, the, when it, when it comes to these, when it comes to music, it's so fucking crazy that you're you're right. You know, Hugo, that you bring up to these people who will gladly accept the award, mm-hmm. and then backhand the whole fact that they got the award. That there, this is not something I wanted. You know what I mean? This is not something. I need my people to be heard. Blah, 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 blah. Or I don't deserve the win. This other person deserves the win. You know? And I'm like, get the fuck out of here, bitch. If you, if it was, if you were true to that, you would have just taken yourself out of the running. Exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it is, man. And they try to make you, you know, they try to grab the people who sucker people into feeling sad about the situation it's pretty much like the same where okay you and your you and your homeboy are are going for the same position a job for instance right you and your homeboy you find out that you're interviewing against your boy now if you want him to succeed you just withdraw yeah right if you want him to succeed but if this one of the things was it's up to one of us you know what i mean like Come on, man. We all know that everybody's going to go on that interview and badmouth the other. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just what it is. It's like, you want to pretend, everybody wants to pretend that they're ready to fall on a sword. But at the end, they're wearing some body armor underneath that fucking shirt. And they're willing, they're going to protect themselves at any cost necessary to make sure that they're seen as the holier person at the end of the day. And at the end, we're all fucking scumbags and shitbags in our own little way. And the fact that we deny it and we try to play it so holy is, I think, the part that where human beings are starting to lose it is because everybody fucks up, man. Everybody says some dumb shit sometimes that you regret. We all say it every fucking day. I got into an argument with a lady the other day in Mm. her home. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? In her home. I had to go down. Tell us. And, oh my lord! And and at the, I did regret getting into this thing, but it was something that she did that just fucking. So I'm in this lady's house. We walk in there, and uh, immediately, you know, she's like high energy, like she's a little too caffeinated, and she's doing like two or three things at once. And you know, if you know older white women they don't handle multitasking too well everything's frantic at that point in time oh my god oh my god oh my god hmm. might be a woman thing in general so when yeah. happy woman yeah she 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 acknowledges me at the door and she's like oh my god i've been waiting for you guys for an hour i said told you between one and three and it's 130 <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. bitch like yeah. i'm here so She's like, I'm on a phone call right now. I'm just going to point you over here and I'm going to tell you what we need. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I know this client already, but the lady that I really deal with, she's 91 years old. Okay. Mm. This lady is a lady that's her assistant in there to help her. Mm. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right, I'm, I know this situation already. I'm like, all right. But she choose the, the, the assistant lady chooses to buy. Have you ever seen one of those Alexa cubes the fire cubes Mm -hmm. okay so these fire cubes are kind of interesting because it all they also have like um remote blasters so when it's when you say a command to it and if there's a device there like a tv or a cable box 
it's able to turn them on with a good amount of success. Like it could really do some things if you program it correctly. So I'm like, she wants that. I want to, I wanted, uh, I want to be able to turn on the TV and change channels. And I'm like, okay, I know it could turn on the TV. I know it could change from one source to another source, but I don't know is whether or not I could, I, I, how it's going to respond to the cable box. Like what are the commands that this 91 year old lady has to say for her to change the channels? Mm. Okay. Did you tell now, them that for us, machines... it's a little easier to understand or right. yes, I do play into that. I play into that all the time. I'm like, you sure you want that? Cause that means they're listening. Yeah, it's like you're bringing you know, in the machines microphone. Are just, and, yeah, and they're you're bugging hey, your house. Most of the time, most of the time, that gets me out of the work 90% of the time yeah, because yeah. these people are paranoid out there. But this time, the, the bitch was adamant. So she walks off, she storms out. She goes, I got I to gotta answer this phone call. And she storms off. And I'm like, all right, we're going to connect this thing. We're going to set this thing up. And we're going to test this. Like I'm telling my partner, I'm like, we're going to test this shit because if I can't explain it to them, I'm not going to do it. Like, I'm not going to get into this shit. So I have to know how this shit works in and out, making sure that when we say, you know, go to channel two, that it's going to go to channel two. When she wants to go to channel nine, that it's going to go to channel nine. But people don't, the, the, the rhythm of saying Alexa Change to channel nine. That's not smooth, man. Like it ain't. It really fucking ain't. It's a little uh twinkle twinkle. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's not dope. And half the time, like if you don't say the, the command correctly, it's gonna say, I don't understand that command. I don't understand that. And then you tell a 91 year old lady that who's gonna who's gonna fucking you know fly off the handle? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm trying we're barely setting this up. So I leave the room to go make a phone call. I come back because we need some Amazon information or whatever. The bitch is on the phone. No, she comes back in and she's she's finally giving the dude the information. And, and when my boy is putting in the email, this lady is like, yes, go up. Good. Right there. Good. Right there. And she's like commanding this fool like hella hard. And I'm like, miss, it seems like you could do this by yourself. You know, do you want to take over the remote? Cause that shit's irritating to me. I'm like, we ain't here to do your biddings. Yeah. Like we are here to set this up and show you. We ain't here to take these fucking orders the way you saying them to me right now. So she's like, oh, uh, well, it, this is only the beginning. This is only the beginning. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, miss, that's fine. You know, I just want to let you know that we're here to set this up, and you know. The way that you're coming at this is not allowing us to proceed. You're you're taking us steps back when we're trying to move forward and make sure that this device is correct for this lady. Not you, for this mm -hmm. fucking lady. So she was like, Oh, you're you're dismissing me. You're 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 thinking I'm ignorant, yada yada this and you're <laughs> mansplaining. Yeah. That's what she thinks. And then all of a sudden she rolls her eyes. At me, and then she talks to my partner. I'm no longer talking to him. I'm gonna talk to you. And what's your name? And he said, "Dude was like, yeah, my name's Phil." Okay, Joe, come over here. And I'm like, oh my lord, this lady is off the fucking hook. <laughs> and then she, and I'm like, Miss, why are you, why are you pushing us like this? Like it's not supposed to be. They're like it's not this difficult. 
you are absolutely frantically doing this shit and making this hella difficult. And she was like, no, 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 no. You just have no patience for so-and-so. And then she starts doing this whole, I'm not, I'm not. Uh, and she starts rolling her eyes on me. I'm like, miss, right now, you got to quit rolling your eyes at me. You got to quit dismissing me like I'm talking to you like I'm an idiot or something. Mm. And she just fucking tightened up. And I just got, I'm like, you need to slow down, give us this information, or I'm just going to leave. I'm yeah. simple as that. I'm just going to fucking leave because the way you talking to me, the way you're ignoring me when I'm talking to you in your face and you're not even looking me in my eyes is totally disrespectful. And I don't need to be here for any mm -hmm. amount of money. Like this ain't that important to me. It's important to you. Mm -hmm. Oh, we, she did this whole tightening thing <laughs> with women. I don't know if you ever seen women get mad, especially yeah. older white women. They tighten up. They put their legs together. They put their shoulders up. They sit hella proper. And they're like, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking bitch. I'm like, oh, she's a white lady mad. This bitch is about to trip. I'm like, I had to leave. I had to leave the room. I had to leave the room. I'm like, hey, Phil, keep battling this battle, man. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to make these phone calls, man. Because I got to make phone calls for the rest of the week anyways. And the whole rest of the time, we ended up being there for two hours only for us not to do anything but change the sources. <laughs> None of it worked. None, None of the shit worked. worked. And mainly because she didn't allow us to figure it out. Yeah. Because yeah. she kept trying to override us and was so into, oh, uh, Alexa, do this. Alexa, do that. And I'm like, miss, man, we, we can't even, like, we can't even set this up because yeah. you are fighting us. You yeah. know, it's pretty much like if you had a mechanic in your car and then you put your hands in the shit. So, oh, let me go ahead and let me do this real quick. Yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of shit where you're making an easy job turn into two fucking hours of your life. Oh, yeah. my Lord. But I did regret flying off the handle. But at the same time. Fuck her. Yeah, fuck. Exactly. At the same time, fuck her because she must be talking to people like that on the daily. Yeah, on the fucking daily. Yeah, because it's like a it's a habit. To, yeah, to be it is a habit. <laughs> it, oh my god! <laughs> to, to just talk to people is like, yeah, that's just like all kind of, like all kind of crazy, dude. Like talking all kind of crazy. And I lost my cool, and I told I told the dude I was like, "Hey man, I'm glad you held in." You know, I told my partner, "I'm glad you held in there, dude," because I lost my cool, and that was very unprofessional of me to do that. And that was my fucking mistake. And I'm glad you stepped in and, and took over that job because I would have just walked the fuck out. Like, I yeah. was literally going to walk the fuck out, close that door and, and just throw their money back in their faces. Like, I don't give a fuck about that shit. Like, <laughs> I really fucking don't. That's but that was the weak. week, man. But uh, I mean... There was another topic, too, man, that's absolutely fucking stupid. So everybody's talking about these fungible tokens. This oh, big yeah. Cryptocurrency. Okay. For the beach it, right? For the, uh, the, there was some beach stuff. There was some other artists out there doing exclusive albums that, um, yeah, that people... Think... <sighs> well, the, the more I look at it, and by the way, if anybody tries to tell you some knowledge on this and they read it from a meme, they just need to 
shut the fuck up real quick. Anybody that gets any information from strictly memes. That's a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> that they need to shut the fuck up. Because if that's your if that's your knowledge source. That's 80% of uh, of humanity right now. <laughs> <laughs> if that's your knowledge source, you need to go to school or some shit. Like you is literally on some dumb, dumb shit. The what I how I see it, how I see this thing is pretty much the same of the idea of the dollar or the crypto or the other cryptocurrencies that are out. Bitcoin. Where they're trying to register these items, right? They'll like this dude with the sample pack as an exclusive item. And this item is so exclusive through this, through, uh, by registering it th through this NFT thing that a person could purchase this outright and they will own the exclusive. And so the value is, is a perceived value for this item. Kind of like what Wu-Tang did. When Wu-Tang made that single album and they put it up for auction, uh -huh. you know what I mean? It was an exclusive album and then that pharmaceutical dude bought it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember? Okay, so it's the idea, except of doing an auction, though. It's it, it's almost like... It, so it's it, only it, one sample? It's, o it's only one made. And along with that sample pack, they also, or not just the sample pack, but like another person made an album, like, uh, I forgot, I don't know if it was Frank Ocean or, or some other R&B motherfucker. Um, they create an album or essentially the sample pack, and it also comes with other perks. Like you get to be in the studio one time with ill mind or you get a meet and greet with this so-and-so artist you get some merchandise you know you get some exclusive ship from owning this item mm. but the problem with that is that it's not meant for us you know what i'm saying it's not meant for the lower end people mm. it ain't meant for the independent artists so how, how's it currency though that's the thing because currency is like a transaction it, and it exactly. keeps going so, like so you, this yeah. this single item, mm. after you purchase it, will then hold the value of what you purchased it. So if then you take this item and you sell it to somebody, it will be sold as an $8,000 item you or up okay. or more because it's more exclusive and it grows. Like if you buy a, a fucking, who's the dude that do the tomato cans? Andy Warhol. Warhol. Like you buy a, a Warhol painting. Like oh, okay. It, so uh, it's perceived value. Right. That's just no thank you. Thank you very much. The only way, the only people this shit will work for is for the Jay Z's. You know, yeah. The, the, this... Like high people that all, can offer exclusive, like, oh man, I got a Jay Z album, eight I think songs the... just for me. Yeah, I just like I want to know uh, the the sound like what so what would make it so <laughs> valuable like what sounds are in there because I've never heard a, a a drum sound to be like yo yeah I always hear a drum sound to be like hey I could probably play with that maybe that goes with this 
It kind of sounds I, I, a little I, bit low. I don't think it's just drums. I think it's a lot of chords and melodies, and beca- because because he was just is, fucking he, he sampling the, in his armpit. You know, making. I don't. I, I don't know what's in there, and you're absolutely correct. I don't under. I don't get how he got he, that much money. He got a lot of money for that sound pack. To me, yeah. that's that. Me, that's that's stupid. That's yeah. absolutely stupid. It's taking advantage of somebody in reality. But I guess Who the way I don't know, some idiot. I guess my my thing is like the idea would be that this person is saying that this sample pack, if used, could be could pretty potentially make a hit song. Oh wow, okay. Okay. And Ilmine does have the credibility. He has Grammys. He has he's worked what with do he do? He's, he's worked with hella fucking people. What, what's the beat top. that he's did? Oh okay. I don't know. Like I want to know a beat that he I did that is like, oh he did that. Yeah, but because I, I could probably be like, oh, you know what? That's a Triton sound. The you just resampled it and added a, a delay to it. Oh something. who who knows? Who knows? Yeah. We will never hear this. That's just you breathing heavy. You know what I'm saying? Like I, do, I don't, I don't agree with any of it. I just feel like it's another scheme. It's it's another it's another scheme that they're trying to do with this new cryptocurrency bullshit. Mm-hmm. That they're trying to take advantage of people and 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 fucking have them pay eight to ten thousand dollars, you know, for one thing. Uh, Nipsey Hussle was doing it. Brock Marciano now charges $30 for a fucking album now. A digital album. Wow. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. Like, I understand. I understand when you when you build a fan base and you have clout like Rock Marciano, right? I understand that. Because he's built enough in his fan base that he knows. How many songs? He, uh, it's usually about 12 to 15. For 30 bucks, go fuck yourself. Well, there's fans out there that will buy it. And they do. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, we don't understand it because we don't have don't a fan base. It. We have a fan base like that that barely wants to pay $5 for our shit. Yeah, but I wouldn't charge $30 for some shit. Unless it's like a fucking, like, hella songs. You know what I mean? Like, if I had, I like... I songs maybe like once you reach a level i don't know what is viewed from there because maybe he knows that he's not making any money here he's not touring there he's not doing this and that that this is only his revenue stream and it's like his fans are donating to him you know to keep okay. his business going because who else is paying for the business the, the studio time the engineers and all that bullshit i don't know what goes into that you know, on a high level, I don't, I don't know. Am I ever gonna buy a thirty dollar digital album for no. thirty bucks? No, I'm, I'm not. I'll that. buy a thirty dollar vinyl. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I've done that. I, I just bought Mad Lib shit, but I have the vinyl. Yeah, yeah. Okay. After yeah, you have to. Yeah, like I'm actually holding something at this point. Then you can I mean, stream I, it on Spotify. Well, you know and, I mean? and, and that's another thing too, because he doesn't. He he actually does himself a good thing. Where he doesn't release it on Spotify to a couple until weeks later. months, months <laughs> no, months, months later. Oh, okay. Oh, so, yeah. I would but, just wait. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I said too. And plus, you know, I, I get I it. You, you can get it. You can hear it and get it. It's on YouTube. People upload yeah. it on YouTube, Bella Quick. But anyway, so yeah, I, I, I think it's a whole bunch of bullshit. It's a fucking crock of shit. 
like like one like hearing hearing like hearing cannabis like the beats do suck but like the first with the lyrics always just like it, they're really just lyrics about how tight a rapper could be you know and then and then there's some songs in there that that are there's they, what's that there's no depth to him sometimes you know so yeah i and, remember yeah. him uh painting himself all silver <laughs> Yeah. In some, it was like a concert, and I was like, "Who uh, told he, him that, that was that his was, album cover, wasn't it?" Oh no, it was a video. It, it was, was a video. video. Was like, yeah. Yeah. do you look like one of those dudes on uh, <sighs> at the Fisherman Wharf that just stays still, <laughs> <laughs> just pauses, and then scares little kids? <laughs> I was like, "Who told you that was good, man? You should be mad at your friends." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, here's yeah, that's fucking for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Dude, my, get... my daughter's been uh she was singing have you ever heard the polish cow song no no like the other day like my daughter you know they see shit on the internet and then she heard this song well i didn't know what it was but i don't know if it's a tiktok song but you ever heard this Yeah, I heard her like I heard her singing it the other day, right? Uh-huh. And she like does this thing where it sounds like she'll listen to it and she'll sound like she's saying the actual words, right? And I was like, "Where's that from?" And then uh, one of my sons told me, "Oh, that's the Polish cow song, right?" And I was like, "No, nah, show me." And then they played this song, and so I'm listening to this song, and I was like, "Oh, this is pretty cool, okay." And then I started reading what it's about about fucking doing heroin and coke and shit <laughs> so my daughter's walking around talking about heroin and coke it's a rap song by the way it's a type b yeah i find that's not even called the polish cow song mm-hmm. just like all about doing cocaine and so i learned how Say what? Learn how to sample. Oh shit! Okay. So yeah. Using what? Co-edit? The, no, the Koala app. Oh, so, you use the Koala app. Okay, cool. You know, yeah, I I I downloaded it when I was doing that show with Buku, because you told me I could program my beats to be played off of there. Oh, uh huh. I couldn't. I w- I didn't fuck with it enough to figure out how to do that until today. Okay. I really just sampled. Uh, uh, the little snippets I played a Biggie, and then as I as oh, I, got you. I okay. how to how to hit the loop and how to keep it there and how to, it's kind of what I already do in fucking co edit when I expand and loop a fucking beat. But I was yeah. gonna ask you guys since you guys are you know producer connoisseurs for years, look down, you know, smalls like me. Um, do you guys hear the sample first and then put something over it? You know. I'll go with Charlie with that. What do you mean, like? Like, do you like? I, I, oh, I like that melody, so I'm gonna put a, some drums over that. Yeah, most of the times, um, I'm listening to just music, and then I hear something like, "Ooh, that's hip hop." Okay. Like, Ooh, that's hip hop. That's the first thing that comes in my head. Like, I'll hear some old Spanish shit or some guitar shit, and I'll be like, "Oh, that's hip hop right there." I could just, I need, I'm gonna sample that, and then I sample it, and then it becomes something else. 
And do you guys also sample the the drum? If it sounds good, okay. If it if it sometimes you can't take it out. Yeah, I was about to say you, you can't take it out. <laughs> Most of the time, you just gotta leave it in there. Yeah, you gotta layer it. You know. So if it. I was to technically okay, so if I if I wanted to get a, a drum pack and then put it into the Koala app, it would just be me importing that that drum audio yes. file. Yes. And, okay. It'll be a single drum and then or just, a single snare and a single hi-hat. Sometimes you can find packs where there's loops of breaks. Yeah. And so somebody actually plays. That's where I, that's where I find the, the, the most use is actually people that create breaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy Ill just put one out. What's his name? The producer that with the... Oh, Ilmond. Ilmond, yeah, he just yeah, put yeah. No, uh, now who's that one dude? He's really fucking famous. Jay Zone. Jay Zone knows how to play the drums, so he he might he knows how to mic his shit, and so he sits there and he creates drum patterns, and he gets the drum patterns, he cleans them up, he processes them, and he also like does the one shot, so you're hitting one snare at a time and record That's one me. snare. It's it's a tedious ass process, man. Sure, and then if you want to like manipulate them too, so yeah, you like add whatever you want to. Them. I have though uh, played with drums first, and then sampled later. You know, yeah, just try to make it fit and shit. But most of the time, I hear something, I'm like, oh, I gotta. That's the part where I always find a trip where people. Like the older technique of people coming up with the drums and then blending two samples yeah. and putting them together like the multi-layered samples, the way they do that. I'm like, damn, man, that, yeah, that's just, that's crazy, man. You sound very muffled. Yeah, dude, your, your mic is all fucking up again. Did you change it back to one? What about now? No. So bad? Yeah. That's interesting. Anyway, so yeah, I like the Koala app. I can see myself using that just to play my beats. Yeah, exactly. You just got to hit the hold part. Yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. And yeah, it yeah. You just tap the button and it does it for you after Yeah, that. yeah, that's it. That's what Juan was fucking talking about. Am I still, my bad still? There you, you go. Good You're good. You're good now. No, I was saying that Buku would sample a bunch of shit from all kinds of songs. And, you know, whatever he liked, he would sample them up, put them on every bank. Yeah, you know, A, B, and C, and then he would just make a beat Gosh. out of all those yeah, things. Yeah, dude, it's I fucking do crazy. It. It's so crazy the way that the people layer their beats like that. Just grab random sounds from all yeah. these other songs. I'm like, Phew. now I just normally just sample yeah. and then build on top of it with sounds and shit, but never going to going. Uh, I haven't done that in years. Like listening to. Getting a sample, then go looking for another sample. Yeah, yeah. yeah I never, I never find it's funny. I never, um, I seen, I seen videos of producers being like, "Oh, oh, you know, would be, it would be dope right here. It would be a horn from." Yeah, if you have that knowledge, though, <laughs> yeah, that works. Because yeah, remember would, that, like, that, um, like Jake Dilla is known for doing that. 
Yeah. And madly, yeah, like, they were like, yeah. they were like, oh, I need this horn. Oh, I'm hearing, I'm hearing, and they go through and pull out, pull out a a, a Winston Marsalis album. That's a bad example, but, um, you know what I mean? They'll be able to pull a name out the hat yeah. and, and use that horn. I'm like, Fuck, if you can remember, this. dude, that'd be dope. I like that's I remember, so crazy. I would hear like, remember when we did that that um, the child of the evolved ape or something like that? Yeah. And then uh, I. St- I would hear uh, that. Was that one funky drummer? I don't know if it was uh-huh. funky drummer, but it was the one with the cowbell that ding ding yeah, ding ding. Nautilus. Ding, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. The one that everybody and was sampling. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Ooh, that would be cool here." That's the only time I've ever I, that I can remember doing that. You know, but yeah, it's fun. All right, let's get into uh, the beat exchange. All right, y'all, this is the part of the uh, podcast pretty much where we talk about um, we get into this beat challenge. We get in here, we get a sample, we give each other one every other week, and we say, hey, man, go flip this. So we take that sample, we do whatever we can with it, and we only add drums. We only could use the frequencies and the sounds that are within that sample. Yep. Add no other instruments. Add no other, you know, uh, no other type of, 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 of cheat codes there. It's mm. just the sample drums. And, and some drums. Yep. That's all. Mm-hmm. So if you want to participate, go to the, was it the Beat Exchange podcast or the BeatExchange.net? Uh, Beat Exchange. Okay. If you participate. Let it be one minute long. Um, email it to you know uh, the Beat Exchange podcast. Yeah, go, no, just go to this fucking email. Just go to this yeah. website. Go to the Beat okay. Exchange.net. Beat Exchange.net. There you go. Beat Exchange.net, and you'll see the the, the samples for the week, there. right? Yeah, yeah. You'll see and them. you'll Good see stuff. the rules for submission there. The Beat Exchange.net. If you want to uh, join in on the Beat Exchange. Do you give right, me so, this? Yeah, uh, well, what I give you? This because I haven't thought of this week's yet. By the way. <laughs> oh my god, dude! So this this that. song that you sent me, I was like, who what the I fuck get? gets in the car? You gave me the art of noise. Oh, close. <laughs> I forgot about that. And I was like, dude, this song fucking is horrible. <laughs> who, how, who is the A and R who said, yo, this is a hit? Like, what, what fucking drugs were you on, man? How much coke did you do? This shit is horrible. I was like, who gets it? Where? When do you listen to this music? Do you listen to it in a car? What do you do? I mean, it's horrible. I was like, this is this sucks. I've never hated a song so much in my life. So much in my life, dude. I was like, I, 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 th- I was gonna fail. This, <laughs> you were this, gonna I, was like, dude, I was like, dude, I'm gonna, I, I'm like, yo. Concede on this one, man. Wow. I I fail. Look, listen to this shit. It literally it is noise. It's samples of shit. It's like you sampled ignitions. literally meant for like a cop movie or something in the 80s you know 
they're beating up a hooker or something. You know what I mean? It's like. You know, that was the interesting thing about this song, that they were using samples. Yeah. How long is the song? Oh, how long is that song? It's It's about eight minutes. Yes, and it's nothing you could fucking. It was oh my god, dude! It was four minutes, and it was like hard to sample. It was just hard to sample, and I was like, all right, I did it, but uh, and it's maybe I just couldn't do it. It was offbeat. I was like, I quit. But here. This is what I do with it. Okay. Can't do much to it. That's dope. Oh yeah. Oh, that was Buku sounds, huh? <laughs> That's the NPC 2000 sound. The hip hop floppy disk. Yeah, <laughs> I had to fight something like that too. And it's this. That's dope, though. Oh yeah. Ooh. Is this a bandwidth or that slowed down? What did you do? No, I, I slowed it down. Oh, okay, that's tight. I was trying to add it to the rhythm shit, but I couldn't. That's tough. He did good on that. What are you talking about? Oh, it was, it was a headache, dude. That it was. <laughs> this shit's not meant to be in. fun, man. This shit's meant to get you through the grind, man. Yeah. <laughs> I threw in the change just because the other shit was pissing me off. <laughs> I like that though. Got slumpy. It was hard to find anything. He did like, good on that, man. He did good on that. And it was like, it's pretty much all that's from last week. Um, yeah, it sucked. <laughs> there you go. You did good. Cool. That's dope. Art of Noise got flipped by Charlie. It's Art of Noise. So I gave you... Charlie Noise, huh? Yeah. (laughs) I was like, my wife was like, why are you so mad? I'm like, dude, this shit sucks so much. I know, dude. When I I walk out of this room sometimes, I'm like, fucking motherfucker. Like this song that you gave me. Numbers too big to ignore And I know too much to go back and pretend Cause I've heard it all before And I've been down there on the floor No one's ever gonna keep me down again Well, yes, I am wise But it's wisdom for 
just so stupid. I like that part. Yeah, that's my favorite part too. The whole fucking song. Yeah, yeah. You can tell she means business because she cut yeah. her hair like cut her hair short. That's when you oh, know. Okay. Oh yeah, she's a feminist. She's gonna she's gonna school you, my dude. All right, hold on. Oh man. So I use the 202. Okay. And I sampled it um, using the ring modulator because I was like, dude, I didn't like anything that was coming from this fucking song. <laughs> and so it wasn't until I used the ring modulator that all of a sudden these different melodies start coming out. Oh, yeah, it does. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, oh, wait a minute. I didn't hear that. I'm like, oh, it just sounds a little bit. It's different, yeah, for sure. Are you using Dropbox to play this shit? No, is it sounding shitty? Oh, it's speeding up and dropping down again. Really? It's on SoundCloud? This is on SoundCloud, yeah. Okay. I think I need a new mixer, dude. It could be just the bandwidth. Anyways, suck. Uh, this is dope. Yeah, it came out okay. At the, at the end, it came out all right. It came out. Yeah, I always liked how the, when you do add like a the modular thing, it kind of changes it. Yeah, or even just the or even just a filter, like even a low pass filter. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you start hearing these other little sounds and shit. Yeah, these other sounds that you never heard in the whole song before because it was cluttered up with the rest of the the ballad. Um, I was trying to add that woman part in there yeah. somewhere, uh, woman, but it just wasn't. It wasn't fitting. It wasn't fitting. Like nothing was fitting. And then I was like, okay, this is this is cool. And um, I've been studying. I've been hating everything I've been making though, other than the the beat exchange oh, stuff. Dude, I'm like, like I'm with you, man. I'm in a in a, I'm in a place where like I was it's funny I was fighting this fucking sample yesterday and and but what I mean by fighting is like I knew where the loop was but mm-hmm. I didn't want to use that <laughs> like I didn't mm-hmm. want to use that mm-hmm. fucking loop so I was trying to like make it unique I was, but that shit was fighting me like a motherfucker I'm like man this shit ain't oh yeah dude and then you hear some shit. That sounds tight. Like the other day, I was struggling because I've been trying to make beats for yeah for Hugo and yeah and getting a different sound, you know. Because I send him some stuff and then I'm kind of like ah, I don't like it no more. Yeah. And then I was like I'm not I'm not there yet and I want to make something dope. And then I'm playing around with shit, but then I hear some shit out of like Crime Apple, mm-hmm. and it's just like a loop. The drums are really low. Yeah, and I was like this is. Dope. Don't don't even listen. Don't even listen to the fucking new mugs. Oh really? That okay. Shit, the, the the new no. It's actually I liked it. The new uh, the it's, uh, the new mugs and um, 
It's the new Mugs and this dude named Rome Street. Okay. The album is called uh, Death and the Magician. Yeah. Uh, it's it's actually it's better than the one he released earlier in the earlier this year. Um, okay. But that that it, it it's it's definitely one of those things where he picks beats so unique, or pick picks samples so unique that if you're just there in that zone, it's fine. Also, the beats don't go for that long. Yeah, the songs are like two minutes, and it's then I noticed. Yeah, and I'm noticing that Muggs is doing a little his changes, like his subtle. Yeah, his changes are subtle, and they're the 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 songs are about eight bars, or or the sequences are about eight bars. So within those eight bars, you might get like two loops, the first two, uh, the first four bars, and then right when you think your ear is gonna expect the same sound, he changes it there. That's dope. So he adds a little bit of variation through the beat, just enough. Just enough, yeah. Just enough to make you want to go back to the to the. Yeah, so I love that shit, yourself. man. And then you add a little shit. bit of filter. You know what I mean? Like, I noticed that they're doing a lot of automated filters now, kind of like quote unquote underwater effect on some of them. Uh, but the way he does it, it it kind of. It also like when well, I, I, it might be the LFO, the fact that he's playing. Well, you know how Ableton has the auto pass filter, yeah, yeah, the yeah. auto filter. Well, you could, you could, you could automate that so it could really push that filter down rough. But I also think he's playing with the LFO, so it also sounds like it's phasing in and out. Mm, so it's okay. doing something a little bit more interesting than just going. You know, um, what's the name of the album? Uh, Death and the Magician. Oh, okay, I don't know if this is it. Oh, okay, there's two of them? There's another uh, one. There's another one that he released out as Many well. Many guns were bought legally with That's registrations and permits. Yeah. Many more were that acquired illegally. Let's go to the next song. The entire... Okay. And that's a break drum. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Hey, we'll get you killed faster. Too much love, trust the truth. What's the difference between Malcolm Martin and Huey New? Sometimes a nigga downfall is who we knew. Do you view the world through wise eyes? Is your mind in a hula hoop? We woke but still so rotten fruit and pursue the loot. Trying to go from the stoop to the newest coop. Smooth as criminal with elusive moves. In tune with street scholars and goons. Holly Selassie art and crack pop fumes. Mathematics live from here. In and out, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. he's doing some interesting things. You know, definitely the the one he re he released the album with somebody like in December, I think, or in January, and it was like five to eight tracks. That shit was garbage. I ain't gonna fucking lie, and I'm not being like harsh. It was not mugs. Um, and and I was actually talking to Chef about this way. He he, Chef didn't really like this album uh, mm. he's not really too keen on mugs right now and mm. i i kind of understand that because it kind of seems like mugs is you know he hasn't really done anything different lately uh to me i think the 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 dopest mug song that he came out with was the one he did with rock marciano mm, okay and it was on that album that they did together like two two years ago or yeah, yeah it might have been like two years ago and it was almost like a grimy trap song. 
Mm, okay. And and that shit, and then Rock Marciano even stepped out of his little comfort zone too. And he was saying some, you know, he his cadence picked up a little bit on. I'm like, oh, yo, this different, is yeah. fuck, this is different, and because it's merging the two worlds. Anyways, well, we'll talk about that another time. Uh, yeah. so what do you got for me on the um, what's the sample challenge this week? All right, since we're still sample challenge, since, so this is since we're still in Women's Month. Let me give you a lady. <laughs> this is our LP. When you get older, plain or saner, will you remember all the danger we came from? She does a lot of whistling. No. Her name is she goes by LP. Yeah. But um I don't know if I used to say she's a she. I should uh not assume her gender. You listen to this? Yeah. <laughs> no, I heard I know what I heard what I heard from her. This is very pop for you. No, no, for sure. This is, but this song, I heard it. Hold on, let me show you. This is me, let me show you where I originally heard it from. That's the, that's the version you're supposed to sample. But the version that I heard was a live version, which is just stripped down, which is pretty good. Okay. Well, let me see. Let me see if I. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You want that one yeah. instead? No, 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 that's fine. Go, you, you pick the other one. I'll, I'll do the other one. That's fine. But I can see why this caught your attention. Yeah. 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 That kind of country. When you get older, plain it's more folky, you know? Yeah, folk, yeah. Up there. At least you can sing, though. Yeah. So, what do you got for me? Well, for you, you, I think, yeah, I could play it. For you, I I think it's going to be kind of easy for you. I don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, let's get ready for this commercial. It's coming up right now. Anyways, so I had a sentimental weekend. Um, for some reason, I began to miss Michael Jackson. Oh, no. And this is the song that I chose for you. Oh, Jesus. I hate the hate. From, from Captain EO in Disneyland. Hey, you know, speaking of Captain EO, there was a song on there that I always liked, but he was with his brothers. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, not, yeah. I, I know what you're Captain talking about. Eel. It wasn't Captain EO. It was uh, Smooth Criminal. Uh, no, Where's the one where he's like... Oh, you talking about Moonwalker. Moonwalker, yeah. 
remember that one? Yeah. You're talking about, okay. Well, this is a song. Yeah, I heard this. Yeah, I already hate it. Hey, man. You know, Michael, Max, Michael Jackson's dope. I hate um, that bass. Yeah, this is, like when, this is when bass. they changed. That's, that song that you're talking about is when they changed. Um, when they when they changed from the Jackson Five to the Jacksons, yeah, and then uh, hopefully it's not another commercial. There's, I remember this seeing the song and I remember liking it. This one, yeah, yeah, this one's funky. I think this that- is Quincy Jones too. <laughs> Who did this? Yeah, yeah, this song is always dope. It reminds me of that other group, that Bernadette. You know, you know that song. Oh, you're right. I think this is Quincy. It has to be Quincy. Has, yeah. That right there. Mm-hmm. That guitar comes in, dude. perfect yeah it's funny I, I we watched the whiz i was like two champagne bottles in this weekend oh shit and we were watching the whiz with the little girl and yeah. i'm like for one thing it, I'm, this is my first time ever really really watching the whiz like okay. i've seen it in the background but i've never watched it and so this is my first time watching this the whiz and i'm like Man, dude, Diana Ross is fucking running around this movie in high heels the whole time. High mm-hmm. energy. Yeah. And it's just her and Michael Jackson for pretty much the majority of the movie. Michael Jackson was good in it. That's what I'm saying. Like, dude, he was like moving so fluid. And then it made me like get all crazy and I started getting all sentimental. I'm like, I miss this motherfucker. Yeah, like, dude, this dude. I remember when he was, died. Talent, yeah. I was at getting a hamburger with your brother. I was at work, <laughs> and I was at work, and I was on 16th Street in Oakland. And yeah. there was this one apartment where there was a bunch of Cuban dudes that used to live. And then the dude opened his window, and he was like, "Hey, Papa, ya se murió Michael Jackson. Se murió Michael Jackson." He was just yelling it out of the thing across the street from these other Cubans that were playing domino, and yeah. they were like, "Get." Michael Jackson. I was like, what the fuck happened? And then I, I remember calling uh, my wife and I was like, hey man, did Michael Jackson die? And she was like, yeah, he died. I was like, wow. He died of the opiates, right? Yeah, he died of fentanyl. They overdosed him. Pretty yeah. much the same way my uh, Prince went. Yeah. Where, they're, where their bodies are in so, so much pain. And they were... He did missed- it though? They were miss. Oh, you talking about the thing? I want to say no. no. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. Okay. I'm gonna say no only because the fact that the stigma on him was so crazy, and the fact that could could he have been? Could he have been like so confused as an adult? You know, forever being in the camera light ever since he was a fucking child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could he been psychologically immature? 
Yeah. But do I think he was a sexual deviant? Mm. I don't want to think that. I really you don't know? think that. Remember when he held his baby out the window? Yeah. <laughs> I think, I don't think that fool was ever in the right mind. He was the first one rocking masks. Yeah. You know, innovator. He was. He was. But I missed that motherfucker. So I got into the zone and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to send Charlie down the zone. And I want him to watch and remember that Michael Jackson was the greatest as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was good. I just, I didn't really like that song. Uh, There's a a lot of them. I have a picture of of me dressed as Michael Jackson when I was a little kid. Michael (laughs) Jackson. Over there trying to dance like uh, Alfonso Ribeiro. What's that for? Silver Spoon. Yeah. You know, I've been watching the, I've been watching the Watchmen. The, uh, HBO, the HBO one? one? Oh, yeah. That was good. Yeah, I, barely, yeah, I started watching good. it. I was like, dang, dude, that's just yeah. crazy. Is it? That's just It's good, funny man. how it's like, it, it came out in 2019. Yeah. And then a lot of shit is like, crazy yeah. that's similar to what's going on in the, in the world yeah. like i was like man these people even the cops like i guess the good guys they could be like yeah they have one dude who's a communist you know yeah, and, man it's 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 one of those things where like it's funny man like that show was so on the nose yeah it was almost uh a little spooky yeah uh, like, even the even the like the 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 racist people look like Trump supporters. <laughs> Dude, it's so crazy, man. It's, it, that 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 one is a, that that wouldn't definitely surprise me. I didn't think I was gonna like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, it definitely had me like, whoa, man. Okay, the Watchmen is fucking dope. It I it it ended way better than Lovecraft Crunchy did. No, I the love the Lovecraft that. one was okay. Um. And then I, I just com- I was just conflicted with that one sometimes, you know. What I'm I mean? still like, trying to finish Warrior too. The shit that the, the Bruce, Bruce Lee, Lee one, one? Yeah. shit is dope too. Did you guys watch this one called uh, Behind Her Eyes? No. Uh, what? It's on Netflix. It's, it's like a show. A, yeah, it's a it's a show. It's a limited show. It's like four or five episodes. Uh huh. So it's a psychological thriller. This it starts off with a um, a therapist. Uh, basically, fall in love with her mistress. I mean, uh, secretary. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. There's a twist Sounds... at the end. Okay. I like when they're like only like five episodes. Yeah. Plus, mm-hmm. they got this pretty porcelain looking bitch. It's yeah. Uh, okay. I got to watch it. My man. weakness. Anyways, all right, y'all, let's get into it. Let's get the fuck up out of here. All right, everybody, remember the beatexchange.net. That's where you're going to find all the information on us going forward. Beatexchange.net. That's where you're going to go. You're going to see everything that we got going on. You're going to find our Instagram there. You're going to find our our, our fucking iTunes feed. You're going to find our SoundCloud so you can hear the beats. And you're going to also find there, most importantly, you're going to find the phone number to leave a fucking voicemail to call. Call us and let us know what y'all thinking about. Also, the rules to the beat exchange. You want to join in? You like making beats? You like playing around? Well, there you go. You had two of the beats. You could pick the Michael Jackson or you could pick the the whistling Dixie one that that Charlie showed me. Um, I'm going to have a hell of a time with that one. But yeah, (laughs) pick one. 
flip it, add some drums, and it's all good. HugoMonster.com. That's where you're going to go ahead and go into Montoy so you can check out your uh, action figures there. And also check while you're there, make sure to peep out his music. He has his uh, brand new cassette of a uh, older release, but it's on cassette, brand new, Carry On. That's uh-huh. the name of that album. So, yeah, that's available there. Charlie Chingus, make sure to go visit his band camp. Charlie Chingus and yeah. follow his iTunes and all that bullshit. Uh, you get Ghost Tones. You can get the Commence album. You can get Lord Quantum there. Oh, 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 a lot of music, a lot of music. And then me, at Pavo Music. That's where you're going to find uh, all the information there. And then you'll catch up to Worms Dying Tonight. Uh, uh, fuck another one. Paperman, Paperman, yeah, that one. And uh, hope your life gets worse. Those are all released. And merchandise is available as well. Bandcamp. Go listen to uh, they call me Bobby. They the call podcast. me Bobby. That's on yeah. iTunes. Look up Gabe Nolasco on iTunes. And you will find the podcast called They Call Me Bobby. I didn't listen to this week's, but I'm going to... Oh, he's calling he's it changing Nolo it up. Radio. Yeah, he's yeah, calling he's it changing Nolo it up. Radio. He's huh? Nolo Radio, yeah. Uh, okay. Okay, well, Nolo Radio. Yup, yup. Okay. And if... Uh, what's the phone number? What'd you say the new uh, uh, site is? Beatexchange.net. Beatexchange.net. You will the find phone the phone number there if you want to call and leave a message at 415-504-2854. 415-504-2854. Call. Leave a message. Uh, leave a comment about fucking hip-hop or uh, your yeah. deepest secrets. Ooh. All right, y'all. Catch y'all later. <laughs>